from downtown, this is Tim Kitsa from NBHM, and you're listening to Nintendo Main Podcast. Boom shakalaka! This week on Nintendo Main, we have Eddie Varnell here to talk with us about Monster Hunter Rise, and we talk about our last moments with Mario as he dies this week. Goodbye, Mario. Goodbye, sweatpants. United, and it feels so good. Someone please give me a phoenix now. I need it. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to Nintendo Main episode 264. Your place to hear impressions about new games like Monster Hunter Rise and lament the death of Mario and all that fun stuff. Uh, We are your hosts. I'm Trey Light Bowgun or Bus Johnson. I'm Jeremy. Fifth place for the last time. Mikowski. I'm John Deadly Ditter. And we have a special guest this week. Yes, it's your elite black agent, Eddie V. Oh, hey. <laughs> nice. How's it going, Ed? It's nice going to, good, guys. Yeah, nice to see you, Ed. It's, it's been a minute. Uh, I think I think it's last time we time. talked to you was like uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3, maybe? Like when yes. the movie right. came out? Which, yes. I, which I did beat that. I beat it during the quarantine, so I finally got around to getting through it. And <laughs> that game was fun. Yeah. But uh, but I, did, I also hopped in your stream when you was doing DJing the uh, RPG music, and I was just like, ah! Yes, I love this cut. Oh yeah, yeah, that was yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks for hanging out on that for sure. Uh, Yeah, I've been doing, I've been doing like some random uh, video game DJ stuff whenever I have an idea for something, and you know, I I absolutely, absolutely adore the ease games that I've played. So, and I love the soundtrack. So I was like, I should do it. And it was right around the time when Ease Nine was coming out. I wanted to do a whole dedication to that, and I wanted. I'm, I'm gonna put it out as a Nintendo main episode at some point too, so people can just listen to it whenever. But it was fun. Yeah, it was just fun to and all that music is so like is like so like butt rock and guitar heavy and it's it's fun. <laughs> it's it's they're they're really good. Very intense and very good. So yeah. And I think I've seen I think I've seen you on for other stuff as well. So thanks for checking for, you know, saying hello and all that. And of course I still follow you on the you know, as we're friends on Switch and follow you on Twitter and all that stuff. So I saw that you'd been playing monster hunter and i was and i've been you know i've been talking to a lot of different people about monster hunter and all that and i was like oh well we haven't i haven't talked to ed for a while so why don't we have him come on and talk about it yes so that's what i thought and of course it's always great to hear about what you guys have been doing with your podcasts and all that stuff too which uh if you want to if you want to talk anything about that up front go for it Yes, so I am a host of Nintendo Power Block on Bosch Rush Games, um, where we talk all things Nintendo. We kind of have uh, shaken up the show. Uh, we now we talk about snacks that we give a segment called Snack Nintendo. Uh, we give Game Fact events uh, where we talk about a little thing about Nintendo and other third parties and stuff that were on Nintendo pack platforms, and kind of give a little bit of history for people who don't know. Um, we still do news that we now tied it uh, Femi news instead of like a play on Famicom. 
Sure. And then we get into our doc mode. And uh, when I mentioned the Elite B agents, we actually have our Power Block Clubhouse quiz show. Um, this is the first time us doing a quiz. So I test three contestants uh, from Bosch Rush and a, a different podcast. And people have a chance to win a $10 eShop car or some kind of gift along with the uh, participants. And uh, we kind of had some really fun ones. It's been like really amazing in our thing because we've never did a, a quiz. Like I said, we never did a quiz show, uh, but a lot of people tune in and uh, they hear the choices and they make the answers and we do it live and people have really fun with it so um nice yeah well you know if you ever need more contestants uh i'm i'm in so uh, it, uh it we're having know. we're having one in may so you are welcome trey that's and my, jeremy that's, that's, and that's, john that's, to come on that's my birthday yeah, month hell yeah please yeah no definitely let me know yeah do, do you guys mostly just do nintendo uh facts or is it just like all across the board for uh for um, video game stuff so we for Nintendo for the Game Fact events, um, you could bring a fact for anything, even if it's not on it on Nintendo. Um, uh, if it played a little bit part, uh, for Nintendo or something, because uh, um, this past week, um, I spoke about how Square Enix became how they merged and everything, and people don't know that Square Enix used to be called SquareSoft, and Enix used to be its own business and just merging together on how all of that happened. People didn't know that. So um, you can bring any kind of fact. You want to bring something about PlayStation or something about Xbox, you can. You can give any kind of game fact offense you want. And the and the quiz the quiz show that you do, like what what kind of questions do you have for that? So that one is uh we mainly do uh all Nintendo related questions and uh sometimes you might get a Japanese question. So you might hear the answer in Japanese. Oh wow. Uh, you have to figure out what it what it is. And the way that we break it up, we do like everything is multiple choice, so you do have a chance to answer it correctly. You don't have to think out think of the top of the brain uh, and be like oh i can't think of it you know you, you get a chance to be like well it, it sounds like this and and do it like that uh, we have about 10 we know we have about 15 questions um the first section uh depend uh, decides who goes first and then depending on where you're ranking at you'll get three questions asked to you and then everybody come in and do a list question and then that's it so cool. and it's really it's it's pretty much fun and everything. Uh we did one this month in March. Um and it was a ball. Um uh, for example, I asked my friend uh or one of the contestants about Master Hunter. He didn't know nothing about Master Hunter. And he's a big Zelda friend. Um the other contestant, his first question was um in the Legend of Zelda what item gives Link a lot of love to him? And uh, the answer was heart container. Yeah. When the my, when my, uh, the contestant heard that, who was the uh, Zelda friend, he flipped out. He <laughs> just like really, and it was just hilarity and everything. Hmm. But yeah, it's, it's it's a great fun thing to do. Where uh, can can you find it? Like where where can you find it online right now? If somebody wanted to watch the uh, or listen to the March episode, is it through the Nintendo Power Block uh, RSS feed? 
Yes, yeah, so you can uh, watch it at BoschRushGames.com or you can go to our YouTube page, BoschRushGames, and look for Nintendo Power Block, and you will see the uh, uh, quiz show right there. And just and definitely enjoy it and have fun. And awesome. I, I will say that if you haven't seen it, grab your piece of paper, and when you hear it, you know, try to see where how many questions you can answer right. So, yeah. Okay, yeah, for sure. Well, especially if uh, you call me for the May one, I'll have to start practicing. You know. Oh yes, come on, come through, cause uh, I I got two people in my I got one person in my trade. You're allowed to come on, and I just need one more person, and we'll have our three people. And we still do a regular show. Um, when we get to the end, that's when we do the quiz episode. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm down. I'm down for whatever. I don't think we've talked to you since the pandemic started and all that. How have you been? How have you been uh, doing in that? <laughs> I. I never changed during the pandemic. I had to go to work. Um, yeah. I had to help people find items. Um, I had to get yelled at a lot because of, you know, different things we could sell, but they put a limit on. Um, and then like going through the George Floyd stuff um, where there was a lot of uh, protests and everything, mm-hmm. I had to end up closing part of the, my store down uh, due to the fact that there was fear of protests and stuff. Um, but other than that, yeah, I've just been working during the pandemic, you know, getting gains, and I got my shots and everything. And, oh, nice. Yeah. Oh, where, nice, Rudax. Where, where, where are you working at now? I am at Walgreens. Okay, yeah. Because I remember, well, I remember you were at Toys R Us, but that was a long, long time ago because Yes, Toys R Us's are gone, but yeah, Walgreens. I worked at uh, I worked at Walgreens for like three or four years back in the day. I yeah, the, I, this is going to be my fourth year going, and uh, I no third year going. Um, but I I'm enjoying it. I'm having a ball. Yeah, Walgreens. I mean, was really not affected at all by the. I mean, I'm sure there's you know like limits to items and stuff like that, but still, they were still open. You know, during, during all of this. Uh, so. Yeah, necessary business yeah well yeah, yeah pharmacy, and, and, pharmacy and all that yeah as well so oh yeah and i got a i got my first shot at a walgreens it's actually that's how that's how jess and i were able to get to get our our shots coordinated was through the, the walgreens app and the walgreens uh, website and all that so a bunch of stuff opened up like last week i'm sure you know like a lot of people have been able to get vaccines and, and stuff through there so. Yeah, I th- uh, yeah I gotta find out this. I think we're open. Well, I know for the associates, you know, we're essential workers, so they get it. Um, open it up to the community. They may have just dropped the uh the age uh from eighteen to forty five. They may have done it. Um, I gotta find out if my store has done it. Uh, yeah. but if they did, if they have, we're gonna get really busy. Yeah. Oh yeah. It was uh I went to I went to the one on uh. I said it last week, but I went to the one on uh, Western, where actually a Toys R Us used to be in Chicago, mm-hmm. and uh, it was it was easy. I just walked in and did it, and that was that. No questions or anything. They just they just took. I, I brought the paperwork, uh, uh, fill you know, printed out, filled out the paperwork, handed it to them, and that was that. And they wanted me to hang around for like fifteen minutes to make sure I didn't get sick, and mm-hmm. then that was that. And then I have another Wait. one in like three weeks, so. Yeah, wait till you get the second shot. <laughs> yeah, I've heard. I, I mean, Jer- Jeremy's experienced it. Yeah, the second hand, shot so. laid me out. You got tired. Yeah, I, I had to call off to work. Like I don't ever call into work. I was like, I gotta take the day off. I I can't work today. Yeah, I it hit me around two thirty 
that on a Saturday, the day after I got my shot, mm-hmm. and I was ready for a nap. I tried, I tried my monster, I tried uh, my Dunkin' Donuts, <laughs> nothing. Tried everything. I got yeah. home, and I had, and I couldn't call off work because I had to close. I was the closing, mm-hmm. so we got out of the store quickly. I didn't care what was done. <laughs> we had to be. <laughs> I got home and I lay down and I fell into darkness. <laughs> and when yeah. I woke up, when I woke up, it was seven twenty-six in the morning the next day. Yeah. And and then felt fine. Like there was no problem. We just had to, yeah. just just slept had to crash off. out. Yeah, I slept I slept a lot. And I had like a crazy headache. Like it was almost like a migraine. Mm-hmm. Where, like I was it was really light sensitive and yeah, I just kept sleeping on and off all day. And then finally I went to bed again and slept for like 14 hours straight. That's what, that's what you need, I guess. Uh, Jess has been preparing for us. Uh, she got like extra chicken noodle soup and uh, like, uh, you know, electrolytes and whatever in case we get sick for whenever we get the second one. So pretty prepared here. How was uh, how was work today? Oh, good. good. <laughs> work was a wacky mess. So, and it always happened when I work. So um, today I was... I got two customers in these these two girls, suburban girls. They came in and they told me that um, they were here in the store for in-store pickup. So I asked them for the name and they gave me the name. I went to go look for it and I didn't see it. Um, they were trying to figure out, well, you know, they said, here's the order and everything. And I'm showing them a list of the gun that I use, that this is the only, all the, all the names that I have as order. So they called their mom. And for the purpose of the story, the mom is going to be called Karen because she's a Karen. <laughs> sure. Yeah. So <laughs> the little, the girls, they leave and uh, two minutes later, Karen comes in. Karen starts demanding, saying, I ordered this and I ordered that. And, you know, we're trying to figure out what's going on. Well, there's another customer that's in our photo department. Um, and for the purpose of the story, she's going to be named Picture Girl. So uh, Picture Girl is overhearing Karen just go off on us, just being just rude, disrespectful. The, the tone of her, of her voice was just loud and just, you know, very demanding. And I'm just like, I have experienced all of this in retail. So I'm just like, well, whatever. Um, I'm, I'm telling the women, I'm like, I'm showing her everything. She's trying to show me the email and I'm just like, okay, what's going on? I'm like, I, cause I don't have it. Um, I'm like, that's our address. That is correct. But this is the name. She keeps, you know, saying that it's here and going off and everything. But picture girl finally had enough and she got her pictures and she's about to leave. And while she is leaving, she passes Karen and picture girl says to her, you know what, ma'am, you could be respectful to them. They're just trying to help you. And Karen turns around and said, well, you can mind your own business. And she's just like, you are my business. You don't have to be. And they are about it's about to become a WWE battle royale. (laughs) And. I was just like, wow. So picture girl and Karen is just going back and forth. And I believe Karen said, did you want to take this outside? And picture girl says, if you want to go outside, we could go out right now. Oh, wow. And I was just like, okay, I got to step in to stop this. So they're still going. And at a point in time, it felt like Rocky. Uh, I think Rocky it may be in Rocky three where Rocky is staring, standing against, uh, what's his name? Um, uh, the Russian boxer. Lou Ferrigno. Uh, or no, yes. no, it's a different guy. Uh, what's, uh, Draco. Dolph Lundgren. Draco. Yeah. Yeah. 
it, so and it's just look like it's tense like they're about to box and, and say something like you know really go at it and i i'm just like okay and i actually told them okay you guys said your piece ma'am i'm going to help you i'm like thank you for you know kind of defending us but you know uh patrick i was escorting picture girl out the store so no problem so there wouldn't be no problems and the moment picture girl goes out because karen is still going off and picture girl is still responding and you know the moment picture girl gets out the door karen says She's lucky that we didn't go outside. And right at that moment, Picture Girl turns around. She's like, what did you say? Because I'm outside right now, and I will throw these hands. And I'm just like, oh, no. <laughs> wow. and, and so I was just like, you know, I'm stopping her. I'm just like, you know what? Don't worry about it. I've I've worked in retail. I've dealt with this. I'm going to get it figured out. But I did thank her. I'm like, thank you for defending us, for standing up for us and saying something. I'll go in. And you know, Karen is still going off. And Karen tells me, I asked, I finally asked Karen, I'm like, okay, look, is it an order that you have placed online to do curbside pickup where we shop it in the store and you come pick it up? Or did you order this from Walgreens inventory place that they ship stuff? And because she didn't say nothing when she finally said, I, I had it shipped here. I'm just like, okay, that clarifies a whole bunch of things. So I had to take her to the photo and stuff. And I was just like, what is the name? She gave me the name. I look for it. And I'm just like, okay, this is the item. What you need to do next time you come in, before you jump off of anybody and say anything rude and disrespectful to anybody or even send your girls who are clueless in the store, you need to tell them when they come in and pick up your package for something that they ordered. I am here to pick up an order that was placed that got shipped to your store. I'm like, because the moment you say you tell them an in-store pickup, I pointed out to the place that she was uh, where her stuff was at. I'm like, everybody's going to think that. And so if you don't know what you're ordering or what you are in the store to pick up, you need to figure out what you need to what you need to do and clarify to us employees, because you just you not knowing what's going on caused this whole uh, situation. So I told her just like that. She's just like, I'm sorry. I understand. Next time I will make sure that if I do order something in the ship to your store, I will say that And I said, thank you. Karen gets her package and she leaves out the store. Still probably mad or, or something. What I didn't know that picture girl was still outside in her car. Hmm. So 25 minutes have passed. It's like around 830. The next thing you know, the town that I work in, I won't be filled with the town I work in. The police show up. Okay. Now it's it's just one policeman, and I seen I seen this policeman. I talked to him. Um, he's a very cool guy, very down to earth. And he comes in. He said the first thing he says, "Hey, long time no see." I was just like, "Hey, what's up?" I was just like, "Can I help you with anything?" And he's just like, "Yeah." So we got a complaint about, and I'm just like, "Oh, <laughs> here we go." I was, and I explained to him, and I was just like, "You know what?" I'm going to tell, tell you like this. Karen is the one who complained, and you know who a Karen is, and this other person is Picture Girl. So I'm explaining everything the same way. 
And I, he's like, like, well, can I get the information? I'm like, for who? Karen or the picture girl? He's just like, can I get picture girl? So I go find picture girl's information, give it to the police. And he's just like, okay. He's just like, sorry that you had to go through all of this. And like, it sounds like it was a headache. And I'm just like, I, I'm like, I've worked in retail. I have done I, this. This is popcorn funny, funniness. I have had fights in my store i oh, have yeah. had folks who have a child left a child in the store while they tried to steal and run away from the police i have oh, had fights at the pace bus station where they come into our store after the store is closed and you can see the bloody like results from that fight like mm. i have had crazy stuff happened in my my life in retail this this is just some funny stuff that happened on a on a wednesday night like yeah. this is like this no y'all gotta come better than that what's funny is is that you, you guys are two suburban women arguing over something and y'all both not gonna throw hands because if y'all was really gonna throw hands oh you need to throw hands and one of you needs to fly over this counter and hit these cigarettes that's how throwing hands are. Y'all really going to do something. Because right now, y'all just talking. So, yeah. And then after the police stuff, <laughs> that was it. I, and we we associates just like, we we don't, we just don't understand. We really just don't understand. Because if she would have said something racist, then we would have had a real situation at hand. And, it and the police yeah. would have been there very early. Because I wouldn't even give her her package. I would actually kicked her out the store. And the moment she refuses, then that's considered as trespassing. And I would tell the police, you need to arrest her and you need, or escort her out off the premises uh, because she caused me something racial and I'm not delivering her package. Yeah. She does. I mean, it's like, yeah, you, you're not you're not getting your fucking package. After yes. that. Yeah. So. Well, I'm 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 glad you're okay, and uh, <laughs> sorry sorry about all that. But I mean, yeah, it seems you know from I'm sure it's like you were saying, a lot a lot a lot worse has happened, but still, you know. But you're out there on the front lines, really. And yeah, like, yeah, yeah, for sure. People are like the tensions are higher, and yeah, man, you're doing the Lord's work, Ed. But I'm not yeah. on the front line for people to well, come in. <laughs> yeah. Right. I mean, I, like, like, I, yes, I am on the front line, but I'm just like, keep your tail at home. You don't need to come in my store to get one of Reese's pieces and then leave. Like, that's yeah. not, you don't need to drive 15 minutes to get to my store to get a one thing of Reese's pieces where you live right by a gas station. Like, yeah. But thank you, Jeremy. I, I appreciate <laughs> it. <laughs> I'm just saying, I just wanted to say, I, I personally appreciate what you're doing because oh, oh, yeah, yeah, I've, sure. I've had to I've had to go to a Walgreens or two during the pandemic and and I also actually worked at Walgreens years ago and had to deal with some customer stuff and nothing like that but I know that the the clientele at Walgreens can be interesting sometimes it, yes it is yes, it sure, yeah <laughs> it must be one of the riskier places to work too because people when they're sick they come to Walgreens and yeah. we're in a pandemic so appreciate you for that as well for for doing the job during this time thank you very much i appreciate it yeah <laughs> i'm glad you were uh, yeah i'm glad you're able to get out of that and, and get here to talk to us but uh oh let's, shoot let's, i was i was like a bed out of hell to get here <laughs> i'm sure i'm sure you worry after that well let's let's talk about something uh, a little more positive uh let's, let's talk about the games you've been playing lately okay so i have been playing ghosts and goblins resurrection oh nice 
I love this game. I love the fact that it's kicking my tail. I love the fact that it's so that it's difficult. The controls are spot on wonky, but there, you know, it fits this what this game is. It's like it's the true difficult game that Bloodborne players can never play nor yeah. master. Yeah, like Bloodborne and those the Souls genres genre they are difficult in a sense but they are they are still baby games like <laughs> if if you really want to prove something to me that you are, are a hard hardcore gamer you need to play the ghost and goblin Resur- this ghost and goblin Res- resurrection i don't mind i don't mind if you die a lot but i need to make <laughs> see how you handle and master and learn this game because you get checkpoints and you know you get infinite lies and stuff like that but you got to really this the game makes you work for it you know, I don't think Bloodborne in the Souls genre really make you work for stuff. You just need to hit and dodge and call it a day. Hmm. And the same hit and the dodge that I could do in Bayonetta and Devil May Cry, I just do it at a slower pace in Bloodborne. Like, Ghouls and Ghost Resurrection? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> you got to go for it. If you stop, you're dead. So. No, um, I, I definitely believe you that that's probably a lot harder than uh, Dark Souls or Bloodborne. I mean, I, I played the one I played the most of was Super Goals and Ghosts on Super Nintendo, and yeah, I got. I mean, I got all the way to like the last level, I think, but I never beat it because I and, and even in that one, you have to beat it and then you have to beat it again. So I didn't didn't get to the second half. But I know those games are ridiculous. But I heard I heard the newer one is a little bit nicer. Like there's some things you can do like through difficulty tweaking and like a. Uh, stuff you unlock and stuff like that that makes it a little bit more forgiving compared to like yes the nes one or the super nintendo one or, or like the arcade or anything like that so it sounds yes. a little bit more approachable like a little bit less like rip your hair out you know break your controller kind of difficulty that it, that it used to be so yes sure that helps. um the next game uh i play and i beat is called roots film um, this is by uh, published by PQ Games. Uh, I really love this game. I just finished it. I'm doing a uh, review for it on Boss Rush Games. And what it is is a visual novel adventure game um, with a little mix of Phoenix Wright um, in it. So you play this character as Max uh, Yugamo, and you are given the task of looking at this uh, film that's been kind of banished or shelved by this TV company. Um, and uh, and the, the, the city that you're in is uh, Shimane. Um, and you got to figure out what's going on, how this film was made and everything. Uh, you go in and you start investigating and uh you you solve these crimes, and once you get enough information, it takes you to the uh, solution, you, and you see who the culprit is. And so, um, with all the clues that you picked up and everything, because you save the memories from what you're talking, and it's called Synetheus. You learn, you know, through important details, and then you point out which parts to use to show that the person is, you know, the person who the uh, you are saying is the criminal. Um, 
you use that and it has a bar if you get it correct it goes up um and once you get to the end if you fulfill it it's called truth they reveal everything to you and so you start revealing stuff um to it um it's seven chapters um you you play as max and then you switch it over and play uh an, uh this uh, female protagonist who is actually an actress in a movie so you you don't know that till you get later on into it um i won't spoil the ending or anything because there are a lot of twists but um this was my first visual novel adventure game and man i truly truly enjoyed it there is a lot of backtracking and Sadly, the localization is kind of bad because <laughs> um, the thing about this game is everything is in Japanese. So it's only English subtitles on it. So the subtitles are wrong for it. And it's just like it's it's so messed up and it happens throughout the whole adventure, uh, throughout the dialogue and stuff. Um, but other than that, it's a really good game. Um, the animation is gonna be Mayu of or the uh style art style is kind of very anime Japanese. It's gonna be Mayu a little bit of persona. Um it has that kind of feel to it. But it's graphically it looks really really good and everything. It does get blurry in the backgrounds when they kind of zoom in because there are some places that um, it reuses for different story parts. Um, but when it's far back and you look at the characters, you can see the nice artwork and stuff. So yeah, that's Root Film. Uh, like I said, I'm writing a review for it so you guys will be able to check that out at Buster's Games if you care for it. And then, yeah, Monster yeah, Hunter I was, Rise. Uh, I, I was saying, I, I've been interested in Root Film for a while. Like it looks, because it basically looks like a the Phoenix, right? But based around like a movie mm-hmm. set and uh and like a mystery involving an old, uh, it's like an involving like a canceled show, right? That was canceled like ten years ago or something like that. Yes, yeah, yes. So it and looked, then, it looked good oh, from what right. I saw of it. No, I was just saying yeah. I was interested in. Yeah, it's about ten to twelve hours, so it's going to take some time. But you could really, and and, and it's only taking you time because you're doing a lot of reading to get the clues and stuff. But I'm like, if you want to do a replay of it, you could probably cut it down to like maybe four or five hours if you know what you're doing and stuff and skip about the dialogue but yeah it's a really good game it's a it's like 20 percent off for like it, it, it won't be on sale anymore by the time we post this but uh i i know that the if you go to the japanese e-shop there's a demo of it but it's not mm-hmm. it's not on the american e-shop so so you can i don't know if it's i mean it should be it should be in english like to play the demo but if anybody has multiple uh, accounts like I do, you can you can check that out and do that. And and also you're saying uh so you, you want to get into Monster Hunter now then <laughs> after that? Yeah. Okay, yeah. I saw that I saw that you've been playing Monster Hunter a lot and I hadn't talked to you for a while on here. Um what's what weapon what's your weapon that you've been using so far? Um so I got the insect glaive right now. I'm oh, I'm okay. on Iron Blade too. I'm trying to f- unlock the next level for it so i could get that uh i think it's iron blade three um right now but uh that's where i'm uh weapon i'm using um and it's kind of like a mix of a bow with like these big sword looking things to it and i that that's my main weapon that i use i actually just got bow and i'm probably gonna do another melee weapon but right now iron blade is my weapon of choice okay um, I, I heard people talk about the insect glaive as being like a more complicated weapon, I guess, or like not mm-hmm. necessarily a a beginner weapon. I don't know what, what's your what's your history with Monster Hunter? Like, have you, have you? I mean, is this your first one you got into, or have you played 
Have you liked the previous ones or? So my first one was Monster Hunter Try on Wii. Okay. And then yeah. I bought it digitally for Monster Hunter 3 Ultimate on Wii U. I did get Monster Hunter 4. I skipped Generations, but I got Generations for Switch. I got World and then I got Rise. And so I've been learning uh, some of the games, uh, different systems and stuff. Uh, I'm I'm still trying to figure stuff out because there's a lot of things that they change and everything mm-hmm. and because I have to jump around and play so many different genres of games sure. to talk about. Monster Hunter is the one that uh, I haven't got to spend time, but when I get into the zone and I'm playing it, I'm having a whole bunch of fun. I'm I love watching other people play because I'm learning something from them and everything. So this is this is kind of like my fifth game that I've uh, played in series yeah i've actually um this is i i similar to you i have a i have monster hunter try i bought that for wii i bought monster hunter 3 ultimate for wii u uh i bought monster hunter generations instead of four on 3ds so i have i have many monster hunters that i've got this is the fourth monster hunter that i've gotten but this is the first one that i actually like that i've actually been playing i put i've put like 17 hours into it so far it's like 17 mm-hmm. and a half hours is what i have on my count and it's really it's it's hard to like I don't know it's hard it's hard to bring people into Monster Hunter because right when I got the game they throw like a hundred fucking tutorials at you like just written in text and yes. it's just like it's like okay like it's super they, I feel like they it's almost like they try to make it like super overwhelming from the beginning because it's just like it you know there's a menu that has all these different things and there's little exclamation points whenever they give you a new piece of information and they just threw like all these tutorials at me at the at the beginning and I'm like. What the fuck? And I almost want to tell people just to like skip through them all. Just don't read any of them and then just go to a mission and just try to figure it out on your own because that's kind of how it worked better for me. And it, and it's and I'm still like trying to figure out like what stuff it, you know, I just I just did a rampage battle like last night like after like 10 10 plus hours of playing it, you know. Mm. So I finally got to the actual rampages which is kind of like the uh, tower defense type stuff which which I like but some people don't like, you know. So and I understand cuz if you're like more of a melee weapon person maybe you don't like the shooting mechanics i've just been using the uh i've been using the light bow gun like more than anything and it that actually was the game changer for me because i could play it like a third person shooter and i you know i play a lot of like first person shooter stuff and that made more sense to me than doing than doing like the swords and i I tried doing the double swords and i've uh been kind of flirting with the hammer because i like the Mm -hmm. idea of just high damage you know even though it's smaller but yeah uh, there's all these extra moves that you can do with a lot of them, especially with the uh, with the wire bug, which is basically like, you know, it's like Spider-Man, pretty much. You get to, like, web. You can, like, web the sky and come up and back down and all that stuff, which is a lot of fun, actually. I really like traversing the area with that. It's almost like, it almost kind of feels like Breath of the Wild at times, but like Spider-Man, <laughs> you know, where you can... Where you can like web up the side of these of these walls, and you can climb. You know the, you can straight up climb the ones that have vines on them. But you can also like kind of run up the wall for a certain amount of time, like when you're like when you're doing the wire the wire bug and all that. And yeah, I've been really enjoying it, and it's the first one that I've gotten into. But from what I've heard, there's a lot, and I and I didn't play World, so mm-hmm. it's supposed to be kind of similar to World, but a little bit more like a little bit more on the quirky side is, is what I heard. Like Word World didn't wasn't as Japanese with like the with the palicos and stuff like that is what I was saying. Like it isn't as silly, but I like the yes. silliness. Yeah. So, you know, world was like, this was kind of like this big grant of, uh, 
island and adventure, you know, definitely with the graphics and stuff that was bringing Xbox fans and Sony fans into the Monster Hunter series or back into the series. Um, and so it kind of was still doing some things, but still improving it. Where Monster Hunter Rise is like a lot of the stuff has been simplified in a sense because in world you have to do detective work to find the monster right now in rise if you see the monster the monster here the monster is on the map and if he runs away you just follow where it's at and you just fight it yeah you don't have to do the paintball thing which i remember doing that for monster hunter try where you have to like you have to like paint the monster kind of or you have to use this item that'll like make it to where you know where the monster is but now you can just all you do is like click the right stick and there'll be like different pictures in the corner of what the different monsters are. And pretty much if you're doing a new mission of a monster you haven't seen, it'll be a question mark. So you know that's obviously the one that you're going for. And then you follow it like that. And I've mm-hmm. and I've been and it yeah, it's and also like a huge thing compared to like the the Wii one and the Wii U one and all that, is that there's no loading between zones now. Like everything's completely seamless. So like, you know, it's never you never see the now loading in between stuff. And also I was really impressed with like how quick the load times are in the village like uh, like uh because you can hold you can hold the minus button and you can warp to any part of the village and the load time is like that there's like no load time whatsoever and i was like okay and and about the only load time you get is like i counted it it's like 15 seconds like before before a mission you know but then everything is all seamless during the mission like there's you don't have to wait for anything after that but yeah, it's, and it's yeah. yeah, and like uh, Digital Foundry, they got a video about it, and they were just like, mainly for this game, it's been a locked 30 frames per second. They were just like, if it drops or anything, it drops maybe the 29 or 28 frames at some points. Other than that, it's straight 30 and it's smooth, and even with all the other players and everything going on, it's still at 30 so the capcom figure out how to get the re engine running on switch and because of that we may see more original games come to switch and it's and i hope they do because so, yeah like we're not i'm not asking for anything big or major but hey if y'all if capcom wants to take you know the data from ninja theory and put uh, DLC Devil May Cry on Switch running on the RE engine. I'm all for it. I'll say we, we got it. I mean, there are like, aren't there like three or four Devil? Well, I mean, they're the older ones, but there are there are some DMC stuff on Switch, like the PlayStation, because the PlayStation 3 and the two ones as well are already on there. Yeah. But there, I don't know if you remember, there was a rumor a while back saying that somebody was saying that they heard that Capcom was making like a Resident Evil Revelations 3 that would be, that would be like a Switch exclusive. And I'd be into that. Like, I, I really liked Revelations 1 and 2, so. Yeah, I think Capcom got some more, they say they got some more plans to be putting the stuff on Switch, because they have seen the success of their games on that system, and they kind of realized that, yes, you Capcom is back to now making money on any platform, mm-hmm. if, if stuff is done right. So, yeah, oh, I, yeah. Probably, I can see that. Yeah, well, Monster Hunter has been huge from what I've heard. It's sold pretty well. Like about half of my friends on on Switch, I've seen playing Monster Hunter. You know, when the if because I like to spy on what people are playing, and and most people, but I'd say at least half, maybe sixty percent of people are playing Monster Hunter. And there's this, uh, the, I'm on this like a subgroup on on Facebook, like of the NBC group. It's like the mm-hmm. NBC Monster Hunter group, and like the admin of that, like I'm friends with him. And he's already put like 70 hours into the game. So it's like some people are just going hard into this game. But 
I don't know. Like the the main the main thing for me is just like uh, you know I like the grind of it. It's like you're not really you know there's there's no levels in uh, in Monster Hunter, but you are like you're basically looking you're you're working for like monster bits and like pieces of monsters that can help you make like armor that looks like that monster and you know yes. cre- create new weapons and a lot of it for me is like trying to get the new weapons and stuff like that. And when you bring in the rampage and that like the be- beating the rampage levels also brings more stuff to your to your weapon. So I'm just like trying to make the most powerful light light gun that I can, like light bow gun. And of course like, you know, but, you know, I, I really enjoy doing the different armor and stuff because you know the armor changes every time you put it on. And you yeah. can actually the armors like rem- reminisce the monsters that you fight. They they actually look like them. So it's almost it's almost kind of like a way to show your show yourself off. Like if you get like a Magnum Allo armor later in, in the game and you you know, you're going online with that and showing people how badass you are. It's uh it's cool. And that that's kind of been one of the main drive for me and just uh, yeah, just going through I, I like doing the single player missions. The uh the multiplayer's worked pretty good for me so far. I've just been playing with people that I don't know, but it took me a while to figure it out. I finally, I didn't, I didn't understand the difference between the two hubs, you know, because there's the there's the twin quest sisters where one of them has like yes. single player quests, but there's also like a one that's dedicated to like four player online quests or like multiplayer quests. Yes. And, and on the first stream that I did of Monster Hunter Rise, I went into one of the four player quests by myself, and I basically played the same monster for like an hour, and I couldn't win, and I ran out of time, like right before they said the monster was almost dead. And I was like, at that point, I was like, I was like, man, I just can't get into the series. And then I found out later that I was doing the wrong thing. But I, I just started just doing small missions, just doing like the gathering missions, and yes. ju- and just like making money and just trying to make my gun better. And then once my gun was hitting like 50, 50 damage per shot, then I started going in and finding the monsters. And then a lot, a lot of them, I feel like a lot of the single player missions. The, the the another monster will come in and you'll be able to ride that one and fight the other monster. So it does get. I feel like they really work out the. They they kind of level it better on the difficulty and it and it doesn't feel like that bad for for playing the single player stuff. Yeah, and, it definitely yeah. for people who play the demo, um, the full game is the experience that you that you're going to get. Because um, I was telling one of my friends about the demo that everybody was having a problem with Magnum Mallow because he was so difficult. He was just hitting people like he could just move his head without hitting you and then you faint. Yeah. Like he was that powerful. And then he my friend was just like, No, it can't be that. But yeah, people who were even teaming up were having a hard time. Um some people did uh, uh did end up beating him during the demo, but he sure, you know, yeah. he, he ended up finding out Capcom cranked his difficulty up. <laughs> so um so that people really wouldn't beat him. They would get the experience, but they wouldn't beat him. Yeah. And and so. and the demo the demo doesn't let you like do the grinding stuff and all that that you do in the game where you can uh, yes gather stuff and make better things like that that's the big that's the big appeal for me it's just like I like going through and just unlocking new weapons and getting more powerful and and destroying new monsters and I think the monsters are really cool like I really dig the design a lot I think they all look really good I think the game yeah. I think the game looks fantastic I think it's like one of the better one of the best looking games on Switch like I'm like I just got to like the to like the Death Mountain looking uh, volcano area, and it mm. looks and it looks fucking good. Like you go, you can go like under there where like the lava's coming through, and there's all this like there's like a glowing like uh, lake thing, and it's just the colors really pop, pop, and everything just looks awesome. Like I was like, wow, this this game looks really nice. I, I felt I feel like it runs incredibly. I'm not really 
I don't really notice that much when things uh, slow down unless it's something that affects the gameplay, but yeah. I, I feel like it's smooth as fuck. Like, I, I was like, wow, this, this game plays really, really well, especially with the fucking dog. Like, I love the Pelama. Yeah. I, I love so much how you can. You can just hold the A button if you're not next to the not next to the dog, and there's a little wheel that like fills up. But you hold the A button, and then the dog like runs to you and gets under you, and then you start yes. moving. It's so fucking cool. Like you don't have to go to the dog to get on the dog. I was so impressed with that. Where like it come it comes to you, and you you're just walking, and then it just and then all of a sudden you're on the dog. I'm like, wow, this is so fucking seamless. That's so cool. So yeah, uh, <laughs> with my Palamut, I when I get on him and everything, like when I get close to the monster, I press B. It throws me off, and oh, yeah, I, I do hit that it. Too. Yeah, I I hit it and just like hit him on the head for like a critical hit, and I'm just like, yeah, this feels so good. Oh yeah, um, yeah, I, I do that every time I go to. It's so much fun. Like, and I, I use the gun, but but I you know you can hit with the gun too. Yeah, and I come I I come like super fast with the with the with the dog and then i jump off and like hit him with the back of the gun and then you land with the gun already out so then you can just kind of like slide to the side and start shooting it's cool like it's it's really yeah it's it works it works really great and i've seen i've been playing with people online that are just you know shooting the wire bug like up in the air and coming down with the hammer and just swinging all over the place and i'm like yeah yeah there's a lot to do like the, the wire bug i feel like really was a major game changer for like how the how it plays so the wire bug i do love i don't like it i think with my weapon mm. in a sense because i'm just like with the iron glaive is that i could use the wire bug but it puts me in a in a diag and it always makes me fly over the monster mm. it, does, yeah. it doesn't make me get close to him so like if i'm far away then yes i could use the wire bug but like trying to hit him while using my wire bug and stuff it's just like uh it it, it shoots me further away from because i just want to get a, i kind of want to use the wire bug so i could just like do like a some kind of slash attack to him and it just supermans me way over him like mm. overshooting it and sure. it's just like this is too much and i don't like the fact that when i have my weapon out i could use the wire bug but it doesn't give me a reticle only good time i get a reticle is when i sheath my weapon oh to do it. oh is it because you have like kind of have an aiming thing because I, I have the similar thing mm. with uh with using the gun, which can kind of be a little little confusing with the because the button to fire and the button to use the wire bug are the same button. You just have to so you might sometimes you might not realize that you that you accidentally sheathed your weapon, so all of a sudden you're shooting towards the monster and you're like, I don't want I don't want to fucking do that. So that I found yeah. that con- that confusing because it, it you know, if you have your gun out and you aim, you know, you aim with L and then shoot with R, then that'll do that. But if your gun is gone and you just press R, then you'll do the do the wire bug towards the monster, and then you're like, oh shit! But there's yeah. th- there's some cool moves you can do, which I didn't even know about. I actually, you know, I don't really watch YouTube a whole lot, but I have been watching videos just on weapons, just on Monster Hunter weapons, because there's all these secrets in there that maybe they tell you in the game, but they don't really. You know, I it's like I'd rather just somebody just tell me how to do it, and and it took me forever to even find like the training area in the village because yeah yeah because once you once you go to the tra- training area there's there's like a items box right there and you can just go and change your weapons you know and just and you can try out the combos and it'll show you like what they are it's like kind of like it's kind of like doing a fighting game training you know where it shows and like I, what what button I, presses you do 
I love that they give you all 14 basic weapons and you could just switch it out and upgrade it. Because yeah. I think in the past Monster in the Games, you only got one and you had to buy the other ones. Yeah. This one, they just like, here it is. Experiment, find out what works for you. Take it on a hunt and, and learn it. And if it's not for you, take it and switch it out and, uh-huh. and go in. Because like, if you get penalized, the only thing that penalize you is like you don't you don't get that much zenny, some money. Other than that, you could you could just run around, get collect something, and be like, okay, I'm done with this expedition, and then bam, you all that stuff that you did and everything is still yours. Yeah, and, and some major things they I'm sure they changed this for World too, but some major things that I noticed like between like playing this and playing the Wii U one because I played a little bit around with Generations and uh, Three Ultimate while I was waiting for Rise to come out. Mm-hmm. And what I love about this one is that you don't like, cause you know, the other one you had to have like a certain amount of pickaxes to like get to be able to mine this one. You just like mine once and you automatically get like three, like three type of stones and all that. I, I found, I was running into problems with that with the Wii U one, you know, where you can only fish if you have like a certain amount of hooks or whatever for your fishing pole. And this one, you can just fish whenever, like you don't have to worry about that aspect. You know, you don't have to bring them in as well. Yes. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. It, it's made, it's made a little bit, Made a little bit easier, like same with like the with like sharpening your tools with like the whetstone. You don't have to have, you don't have to have like multiple items of the whetstone. You can use it whenever, and now you can sharpen it while you're riding the dog too, which is people seem to really love that. I don't know, I don't really use the sword, so it hasn't benefited me, but I think that's really cool. And I guess like running and also walking and using the potion you weren't able to do before, as well. Like that's another yeah. thing that, that's big. Which so you can like retreat and heal yourself at the same time. You don't have to like stop. And heal, and then dodge, and then dodge. So that's yeah. another thing that uh, that's that's helped me a lot. And you and you can heal while you're on the dog, also. So like if you if you're treating retreating in that way, I, you can you can. Heal. I didn't know that you could even um you know sharpen your blade while on on your palama, and I love that I could do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can do that too. So it just seems like so more accessible for me. Like it's just like oh, I, cause, yeah. Because when I was trying to play uh, Monster Hunter Three on Wii U, just in anticipation for Rise, I'm like. I couldn't finish a mission because I didn't have enough fucking hooks for my fishing pole. And then I have to like leave and come back. And I'm like, this is dumb. So it makes so much more sense to just be like, yeah, you can just do that whenever. Like it, why would you, you know, why can't you just, whenever you find a rock, cause they're all kind of hidden, you know, you should just be able to get whatever from. It. And I like that. You can just mine no matter what. You don't have to bring a fucking pickaxe item or something like that. It'll just work automatically. And, yes. And, and I don't know if you could do this in the other ones, but you can also change your weapons, like you're saying, in the actual mission. You can go into this little hut that's there, and you can just go and switch your weapons out in case you accidentally brought the wrong thing that you didn't like the way it worked. And I think you can in the other uh, world. I think you can, but you had, like I said, you had to buy that weapon. Mm. It's not automatically in there. Yeah, that's a big thing, too. And uh, and, and I'm sure you've seen uh, anybody who's watched a review of it or anything. All of the weapons are basically like they're like different characters from a fighting game. Like they all work completely differently. So if you really like this game, you would get like hundreds and hundreds of hours just by going through the game over and over again with the different weapons, and they all feel completely different. So it's like, so it's so there's a lot there's a lot of replay, replayability into it. I'm actually, I'm I'm impressed that I, I said that I was you know I, I swore that I was going to try to get into it just because it was the big re- rig release and. It's like the game that I just want to play. Like whenever I'm just like, I don't know what to do. I'm like, I'll just put on Monster Hunter. And then I just play it for like a few hours. And I'm like, oh, yeah, this game is fun. <laughs> you know? Yes. 
Same. Same yeah, here. and in multiplayer, like I don't really like online multiplayer, but it's working out well for me, especially for doing the hub missions. And you can choose, you can basically choose to like where you go in there, but you'll offer it to other people, and then people will join you while you're on the mission, which is really cool. So there's a few times where I was like doing something, and then all of a sudden three three Japanese guys show up because it has like the Japanese lettering and all that. And I'll, and they're just like fucking beating the shit out of everybody, and I'm like, this is cool, and I'm just yeah. watching them do their thing. But I'm dodging and shooting, and also you can do, uh, you know, there's different uh, ammo that you can use for the gun. You can get like healing ammo, which is funny. It reminds me of like Xenoblade about that one mm. character that, like shoots people in the face and, and heals them. You can do that in this game too. But it, yeah. but yeah, there's you can kind of do like more of a support thing if you want to. But yeah, it's uh, it's been great. Like I've really, I'm really enjoying it, and I know it's. I know it's incredibly hard to get into and it's very much has a steep learning curve and all that, but, but it's worth it is what I'm telling anybody who's listening to this, who hasn't played it. It's totally worth right. it. And, and I think the community, my son, the community is so helpful that they'll jump in the game. They'll team up with you. They'll train you. They'll talk to you. Um, and they'll help you out in everything. Um, it's no one is trying to, hinder your experience Air, the mass and the community Airbus really try to help you to understand that this is how you do things and once you learn it once you get the feel of it you'll definitely understand and a lot of people have been watching a lot of mass on the to uh to get ideas and to get to be educated and i think that's so cool and stuff you know mm-hmm. this is a major game not only for nintendo but for capcom and for the series um i think this is going to ease more players into the franchise and definitely when it comes to pc next year the pc crowd is going to eat this game up if they didn't play it on switch oh yeah and then there'll be mods and such and all that but uh, oh, exactly yeah. <laughs> but yeah no it's uh, i mean and yeah the switch is so many people have the switch and it's such a huge uh install base that yeah this is no brainer, but it's it's just cool that they have. I mean, you know, before the PC one, they have like their own console exclusive, like yeah. that type of thing. There are a couple of things I wanted to mention about uh about Monster Hunter, just that I like just figured out that people should know getting into it. Number one, always eat, always eat those uh those like ball stick things that that they have. I it took me a while to figure out those. You know what I'm talking about? You order them from the cats. The, the yeah, the palicos make them for you. I didn't figure it out until like maybe after ten hours in, but. And and the the quest lady says make sure and eat before you go. I didn't know what she was talking about. I thought she was talking about like the cooking steak and stuff like that, like you would in the yes. old games. But no, there's this like uh, I forget what it's called. It's a Japanese treat. It has like the you know has like the balls on it, and you can yeah. choose like which ball you can you can have three balls, and they all do different things, and you can choose like how it's going to power you up. But by ordering it, you'll get like a higher a higher like higher hit points and higher like uh, stamina and all that stuff. And you want to do it before every thing that you do. So I've just I've just been doing it constantly, and the you know the the cats dance for you and cut them up and and all that. And it 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 really helps you to do that before you go. And you can you can get one that I've been using the one that like uh makes it so you so you make more money, so you get more zenny at the end. Yes, and 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 that really helps. And also a huge thing which was which I didn't realize I was being really stupid about it for a while there. I was buying ammo after every mission, and I was spending like all my money on ammo. And I didn't realize that you can just craft ammo out of the out of the like uh, the gunpowder that you get in the game. Yeah. So I, so I could do a, so I had all this ammo that I had crafted, and I totally forgot about it. I'm still buying like a hundred ammo after every every mission, and I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? I'm like, I can just I have like so much ammo that I can just pull out of my item box, 
and I don't have to buy anything anymore. And that was actually that was another big thing. I was like, oh shit! Well, now I now I'm not losing any money, so I can just keep gaining money. And now I've just now I've just been buying armor sets just to have armor sets, you know, just to have like full stuff to change out. Because I guess later they want you to, uh, you know, when you get into more harder harder bosses, you would want to change out stuff that give you like fire resistance and fire and water resistance, whatever element the monster has and stuff like that. You could use that. So. I've just yeah. been going through and buying a bunch of shit because now, like, now I'm making more money. Yeah, I I gotta start looking into like the armor spheres to make some of my armor uh, powerful. Oh yeah, know? yeah, that, that's that's a, that's another thing too uh, that people should know going into it is always always like a what do, I don't know how you would say it, like always set up the submissions like uh-huh. go, like go and talk talk to the quest girls. And you just say you'll like say that you want to do a submission, and you'll do that as you're doing the regular missions. So it's like collect these certain amount of rocks, like kill these monsters, like collect these insects or whatever. But that yes. but that'll give you armor spheres from doing those. So if you if you always have those going, you'll always be getting armor spheres, and then you'll be able to continue to upgrade because you can level up your your armor that you have. I think up to like five levels, so you can get into that as well and and help build out your characters, and that's. Yeah, that's that's been the one of the main things that I've just been doing with it. Aside from that, it's just I think it plays really well. I think it's really fun. I think it's uh, really smooth, and I I like climbing walls and stuff with the with the wire bug. I think it's great. You know, yes. it's just fun. It's just fun to be like, oh, what's up there? And then you just aim up, and it's like, shoot, and then you just shoot up there, and then you shoot again, and then you run up the wall, and then you're up there. And I'm like, all right, cool. Where's where's yeah. this? You know, what what's up here? You know, and it's it's fun to it's really fun to look around on the place. You know, and there's there's all different. There, I mean, there's a pretty good amount of different maps that you go over, so you're still discovering stuff. So yeah, and, and the fights get tense sometimes because oh, yeah, yeah. it's just like, when are you going to die? Get get down! And sometimes you'll be ready to hit it, and they'll do something completely random, and then you'll faint, or you'll be like, "What the heck just happened?" Yeah, and everything. So yeah, I, I get I get pissed whenever I faint because you get well, you get less money in the end if you faint at all. It kind of yes. takes away from your score. So it kind of angers me when I do. But I was fighting. I was fighting like the what they call it, like the faceless, the you know, like the dragon with the with the with the neck that has like the mouth yeah. on the end of it. And and that one shoots this uh shoots this thing at you that paralyzes you. So if you don't, so like if you get hit by it, you can't move. And then it'll continually attack you. So I was like getting just boom, 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 and then I was out in like a few seconds. I'm like fuck. So you really gotta for that one. You really have to dodge everything. You can't really get hit by any of the shit they're throwing at you. And last thing about this that I definitely love is I love the CG entrances of oh yeah the, yeah uh, like the chief uh, will talk about it but he does it in a rhyme and just like seeing it this old school samurai kind of look to it is so fitting and I just enjoy it so much I'm like Capcom did a fantastic job with the. Uh, with the CG uh, cutscenes in it, and it's really good going back and watching this stuff and everything. Yeah, and you, you can go to your you can go to your house and watch them whenever you want, and uh, and it, it's like one of the I'm trying to remember it because I know this is going to be on my top ten games of the year list, so I'm like I gotta have all this footage to put on the video later. So I'm trying to think about it like that, but it also shows it. It looks like it's an old film, like there's scratches mm-hmm. on it and stuff, so it's supposed to look like an old like film reel. So you get that. You get kind of like that gritty, like grindhouse feel or whatever. Like when it's showing you the, when it's basically saying like this poem about these monsters that you're going to go fight. And so then it shows you what you're looking for. And yeah, they're all like really interesting. Like they all like 
move completely different and all that. I, I probably think this is probably a big nomination for game of the year for a lot of people. Oh yeah, no, it's going to be, it's going to be there for sure. Like you're definitely going to hear about this game all year. I think, I think people are going to yes. keep talking about it because it's already been like pretty huge. Like I've heard a lot of people talking it up. I mean, most people are talking it up or they're saying like, I don't understand it, you know, so I don't like it or why don't I, you know, why don't I get it or that type of thing. But I've, I'm pretty sure people are, you're going to see it in nominations for, for game of the year that a lot of people have been saying that this is the best switch game of the year. You know, if breath of the wild two doesn't come out or, or something like that, you know, it got some competition. I will say that. Yeah. And and that's another thing. Uh, breath of the wild has a lot, has, has a lot to thank uh, monster hunter for because mm-hmm. they, they took so much stuff from monster hunter for breath of the wild, like big time, like even down to like cooking the meals, like, you know, how you have the, you like how you spin the meat and a uh, breath and a, uh, in a monster hunter and you got to stop it at a certain time to get a well, well done steak and all that. And of course, like the whole idea of collecting monster parts to make bigger weapons, better weapons, better armor, like all that shits from monster hunter. Like they just straight up stole it, you know, and, and, and made it different and made it like a bigger area. But yeah, you can totally see the influences or at least I, I can, you can see a lot of breath of the wild coming from there, but yes. Do you, uh, do either of you guys want to want to know anything about monster hunter that, that we haven't said? No, I mean, I'm having a good time just listening to you describe it because this is the closest I've come to sort of understanding it, I think, as I listen to you guys. Because, like, uh, I've tried playing demos. I've never owned one of these games, but I've tried playing the demos, and they always look really, really cool. And, like, the graphics are always really good. Like, you can tell that Capcom, you know, puts these, like, way up there on their franchises that they, you know, they put a lot of TLC into, but... Uh, I just haven't been able to have it click for me, but because of the the Switch being as popular as it is, and a lot of people wanting to play multiplayer games and stuff, if this were to blow up and become even more mainstream, then I think you might see a lot of the people that are I think talking it's, about not. Yeah, yeah I, I, think I think it's people, heading I know, there. I know yeah. it's already yeah. pretty mainstream in a lot of the world, but you know what I mean. Like, I think a lot of the people that are naysayers now might change their tone if you know, more people start playing it and it blows up on stream and stuff and, like that. Yeah. And even if people don't get it's Master Hunter Rise, Master Hunter Stories 2 is yeah. definitely going to be the one that people will want to get. So even though it's splitting kind of the fan base, it's offering something for everyone. You know, if you don't know the full Master Hunter, like, uh, Main frame framework, I should say, and you just like kind of like want something a little bit more traditional and like heavy base with the story and stuff. My son, the stories too is going to be the one that they should look for, and everybody's hoping for a Master Hunter uh stories one port to switch. Oh, everybody's yeah. Yeah. hoping, and if they show that E3, it's going to be on, it's going yeah. to because everybody's going to be like, I need the physical or I need to order this now, yeah. No, I'm really excited about Monster Hunter Stories too. I, I I played a demo of one, and I like I really liked the way it looked on 3ds. I thought it was really impressive, but I didn't mm. really get into it. But I'm definitely going to get into the to the Monster Hunter on on Switch, Monster Hunter Stories too, when that comes out. And there's also they said that there is going to be DLC, like more DLC coming for for Rise. So they're going to have they're going to have events and new monsters and stuff like that. I'm sure in the future. So it's going to be. Like a game as a service thing, it's going to continue, and you're going to, and you're going to keep playing it. I I have heard some people say that they thought that it ended too quickly, or that the ending was kind of a little bit meh, I guess. Yeah, and, and that there wasn't a whole lot of uh, that, that that they didn't necessarily like the after game or post game stuff. So 
I mean, we'll see how that is when I get to it. I mean, I'm definitely going to play this game till I beat it. You know, I'm planning on, like I said, I already almost put 20 hours into it and I'm planning on at least putting like the amount of, you know, a, a dollar per hour that I'll, I'll definitely play this for 60 hours, if not more. So it's going to be. This is one of those yeah. games, like the Monster Hunter series is one of the games where like a lot of people consider the post game to be when the game starts, right? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. okay. That's when you like actually start getting into the meat and potatoes of Monster sure. Hunter. Well, I mean, a lot, I mean, the people who are like super, super hardcore into it, they're basically all about like, you know, watching the movements that the monsters make before they attack you. And it's all about like, you know, like animation, uh, how much, how long it takes for you to do a dodge animation before you can attack again. Like they get, they get into like breaking it down by milliseconds or it's ridiculous. Like for it's almost like a the, sci- game, yeah. the science of it. Yeah. The yes. people get into like that hardcore with it about how long you can, how like way how you can dodge and how and, or how to how to do a thing where you can come back and attack again quicker and like it's yeah it, the people break it down i don't i don't expect to ever be on that level but i uh, but i'm really enjoying it for what it is right now like i think it's i think it's really cool i mean i found i guess i found the gameplay loop that works for me like i like i like going through and i like doing the missions and i like uh, collecting and mo- a lot of me for a lot of me it's just like collecting the uh the new weapons and stuff like i, I like buying stuff and I've been buying some of the other ones too, just to be like, well, maybe I should try this out, you know. And I've kind of been—I teeter a little bit between light and heavy bow gun, but mm-hmm. I like li- I like light better because it's a lot quicker. But I did just buy a new heavy bow gun that I'm going to use next time I play it. So it's just kind of—I've been been playing around with different stuff, and yeah, I've been trying to get my defense up really high and my and my attack as as high as I can. It's like for the most part, I think I'm at like 120, like 125 now with with my uh my attack level for the for the light bow gun, and I think I'm at like. I'm at a hundred something for for defense, also for for whatever the for whatever the the armor is that I equipped. So yeah, I haven't yeah. checked my stats yet, so yeah. I need to do that. I just I just look. I mean, what I'm constantly like after every mission, I go back to the weapon guy and look at what he has and look what look at what's available. It's like that's that's kind of my my gameplay loop. Is I go do a mission, I go look at the I go look at the weapons, I go you know I go see what the armor is, and then I go do because you know the They'll they'll have little uh, little like speech bubbles show up in the map for like different people you need to talk to. So I'll go through and talk to and see whatever they're doing. See if there's any urgent missions. Go and eat more food, craft craft ammo, and then go back and look at the stuff, and then go and start another mission. And or I'll or I'll hop on the hub or like or like you can talk to this one cat that'll get you on the internet, and you can join like rooms and stuff. And I and it took me a while to figure out that once you're in a room, you can actually look at the quests that people have. And you can just join at any time, like into the quest that they're doing, and those count for you as well. And whenever you're picking the hub quest, you can choose, like I said before, you can choose to have people join you, and then they will later for the most part. So I haven't yes. had anybody not join me. So there's always somebody shows up towards the end. But I definitely recommend it for anybody who's looking for a good action. I don't even want to say RPG because I don't think it is because you don't really level up. But it's just a good, it's a good action game for sure. Like it's yes. Uh, it has RPG elements and it looks great. And I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be big. Like, I think people are definitely going to be talking about it at the end of the year. Like it's going to be, this one is going to, it's not going to go away. Like this is going to be one that people keep talking about. So, and I'm excited that I enjoyed it. Like I was like, when I got defeated by that one monster, I was like, man, I'm never going to get this game. And then I just like, then I just started like grinding and just like getting better weapons. And then I started to, and then I was like killing guys. I, I I figured out how to trap them. You know, I did some of the traps and stuff like that. And and it, I was just starting to feel like I understood it. And that was, you know, and it's fun and it's and it's cool and I like it. 
and I have yes. and and I got the pre-order bonuses, so I have like the different skin where like my dog is like a Irish setter or whatever it is. Like, it's not even. It looks like a real dog, like not like the dog from the game. And I have like the the cat's like a big long-haired cat that kind of looks like the cat that I have. So it's so it's it's funny to me. I don't know. I, mean, yeah, I spent I spent forty five minutes in the creator character for uh, my Padma and my uh, Palico and myself. Nice. And uh, I, I saw you I saw you play later later at night. So we should try to we should try to play online sometime in the future. Yes. I haven't actually played with anybody that I know. I've just been playing with random people online. But but it but I've been doing you know the where you can like where you can like each other. You know you can do the double like, and if you get liked by somebody. You can actually unlock items through that too. Like that has its mm. own like leveling up system, which is pretty cool. So if you get enough likes from the people that you're that you're playing with, you can get stuff. All extra you can get extra bonuses at the end of the mission, which I thought that was really cool. But yeah, I mean it's I know it's like a it's hard to like throw sixty dollars at something that you're not really sure you'd get into, but I I definitely highly recommend it to anybody who's been thinking about it. I think just I don't know, try to it's best to just try to find try to find something that you like a weapon that you like in the demo, and then go and then go for it after that because there there's definitely a pretty meaty package on here and there's a lot of really cool stuff in it. Yes, and it looks great. You say it's made you a Monster Hunter fan. So far, I like Rise. I like this one. I do, see it. When what's really weird about this compared to the other ones because I because once I liked the light bow gun, I was like, oh cool, I can use it on the other ones. But on the 3DS and the Wii U one, the shoot button is A instead of R. So it kind of fucks up the whole controls because you can't aim and shoot at the same time. So it like messes up the whole thing, you know, so it doesn't feel like a shooter. So I'm like, uh, no, this doesn't work right. But yeah, Rise was the first one where I'm like, okay, I get it. I like this one. But yeah, no, I'm a, I'm a fan of Rise for sure, of Monster Hunter. I don't know uh, if I'll go back and play the other ones. Maybe if I ended up liking a Blade or something like that. But this this I, one I'm I- definitely going to be playing. I know I'm gonna go back and play World so I can just finish the game. But oh sure, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm going to. My focus is on Rise for sure. And and from what I heard, uh, Monster Hunter is like the number two best selling Capcom game, right? Of their yes, number two selling franchise. So what's number what's number Resident one? Evil. Resident Evil, right? Or is or is it Street Fighter? Resident Evil. Okay, I was I hoped that maybe it was Street Fighter, but I don't know. They didn't really sell Street Fighter Five, so they gave it away. So. Well, yeah, Mega Man's not really there, not really there anymore. But it used to be, but it's not there for sure. Is there anything else you want to say about uh, Monster Hunter? Nope, that's it. All right, play it. Yeah. Definitely. Oh, I I did get the deluxe edition, the hundred dollar collection from oh okay uh, from Best Buy. So, but I don't have it on me right now. Um, but I got the Magnamello Amiibo oh, and wow. then like the sticker and everything. Yeah. Oh, nice. I did buy the $80 Pro Controller, so I spent $180 wow. on this. Wow, uh, this is like it's like Hitman 3 level for, for John here, but on uh, Monster Hunter. Because John spent like two, over $200 on Hitman 3 for Switch, even, the, the cloud version, yeah. So, ah, yeah. how do you like the cloud version? I have, I'm I love planning it. on buying it on Switch. I love it, yeah. It, it totally works for me. Um, my internet's not been a problem, in, and when I lived in California, I had terrible internet and the game was working just fine. You know, it would cut off every 45 minutes or 90 minutes or so, but it was never just like, I always felt like I got enough playtime when it did cut off. So as far as the cloud version, I'd say don't hesitate about it being on the cloud. It works just fine. Okay. Yeah. Cause I, I want to play also control 
on Switch during during the cloud because I play Control on Xbox One, and who the technical issue? <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> I I have I have Control on uh, on Switch, and I thought it worked fine for the most oh, part. Oh no, I haven't. I, yeah, yeah I no, I haven't played it on Switch. That's what oh, I want to oh, play it on. Sure, oh, yeah. yeah. I was saying, uh, yeah, we between the two of us, we both played the cloud games, and uh, yeah, Control worked fine for me. I uh, I didn't play it all the way through because I got stuck on a boss, but. From what I was playing of it, I enjoyed it, and it worked well. Like I was able to stream to like play it and stream it at the same time, so it wasn't really pulling on my internet that hard, you know, because it was because I could do all of that stuff at once. So, yeah, oh, sweet. Yeah, I don't think I don't think it takes I don't think it takes that much to run it. It doesn't seem like it. And what's great about it is it's not even a gig. Like the download is what like eighty megabytes or something like that. It's so tiny. It's like so you don't have to worry about really small data management to get to get any of the cloud games, you know, because it's really tiny. So yeah, I haven't even deleted the the test of Hitman Three because it's tiny. It's like fifty gigs or like fifty megs. So it's like you know whatever. So for sure. All right. Well, uh, aside from, I just want to talk about a couple more things for me, and then we can take a break and talk about the rest of the stuff. I've still been playing Bravely Default Two. I got I beat. Uh, what was it? That I, I like Bravely. I don't know if you're into Bravely Default at all, or you've been trying those out, Ed. I uh, have Bravely Default on 3DS and the the follow up for it. Oh, I have Bravely okay. Default two still in the shrink wrap. Oh, okay, he have played it. Yeah, uh, because I was playing Roof Film and then Rise. So oh, sure, yeah. No, I mean, there's. I I understand. I mean, there's a lot of games out there. It's easy to get distracted by one thing and another. And but I'm still, I still want to keep playing Bravely Default because I do like it. Even though it's it has like these ridiculous difficulty spikes, and that's like a big thing that can be kind of annoying to some people. Because I kind of got to the point where it's almost like a boss rush mode, where they threw like two giant bosses at me, like one after uh-huh. another, and I'm like, "What?" I mean, thankfully I can save in between them. It's not anything like that where I have to like beat the same guy over and over again. But I fought this thief boss, the Bernard, who's supposed to be one of the hardest bosses in the game, and uh, I was just getting my ass handed to me. So I I cheated. I looked at a guide online. And I found out that, because uh, I was using a Beastmaster, all you have to do is, like, capture a bunch of these, uh, I forget what the beasts are called, but there's these beasts that are in the sewer that you encounter before there. Before then, there's these they, these big, like, um, uh, Hulk look, like uh, wolf-looking guys. And uh, all you need to do is, like, get, like, ten of those, uh-huh. and you can destroy him in, like, less than a minute. It's ridiculous. So I, so I so I did that, because cause he's, he's weak to, like, earth magic, and this... Uh, this monster will basically do like 2000 points of earth, ma- of, uh, of earth damage. And uh, yeah, you basically just, I, I think I did it with maybe eight attacks and it was just like night and day difference, like just using that. And I'm like, well, that's kind of, I would never would have figured that out, but it also, it's like, I'm getting my ass handed to me and then I do this and then it's just like over and I'm like, okay. And, the, but then there's a boss after that, that I'm stuck on now too. So it's a, uh, I guess you need to be ready to be to you know be prepared for like hard bosses and stuff in there. But I, I still like the game. I just like uh, I wanted a little bit of time to just run around and fight little guys. I didn't want to go right into another boss after that. But apparently the boss I'm on the Berserker job like right after that, and the and the Berserker one apparently really over gives you a lot more power. So it, it's fun. I mean, for anybody who likes wants like an old old school. Uh, turn-based turn-based rpg like it's there like it's got all the stuff that you remember from final fantasy and it just goes down to the basics of like final fantasy 3 and 5 like with all the job systems and all that stuff and i think it works really well it's just hard 
So you have to be ready to uh, be ready to grind or look at grind, look at guides or whatever, or just have fun trying to figure out the bosses. I don't know. I can only get killed so many times before I get frustrated, but that's that's what I've been doing with that. Oh yeah, also uh, Retromania came out. The Retromania wrestling game came out. The, yeah, the I seen bit one. that. I played it. I played it last night. Uh, I I beat it twice. Uh, so it's a uh, it's Quick. it's well it's a uh, okay. So here, here's the thing uh, with Retromania. I, I'm going to try not to re- compare it too much to Wrestling Empire, but I still I still think I like Wrestling Empire better. But um, it's it's basically it's modeled after a specific uh, arcade game. Was it a WWF WrestleFest or something like that? It, it feels a lot mm-hmm. like it feels a lot like Fire Pro Wrestling. If you played any of those games, it kind of has the same grapple mechanic. You know where like you walk up to the guy and and then you then you lock and you have to hit up or B up and B or up and Y or whatever before the other person does and then you do a move and there'll also be like where you're facing off and you have to tap the button or whatever. So it's it's more about those type of things. But there's only there's only like 16 wrestlers in there, so that kind of sucks. There's not that many wrestlers. And they're all like really independent ones. So you're not really going to recognize a lot of them if you're depending on how hardcore you are into wrestling. Like I think I I mean I I watch AEW like fairly regularly. Mm-hmm. And I only recognize maybe three people in, in this in this game, and that's not even from AEW. I remember I remember these guys from I remember one of these guys from WCW in the nineties, because like the Blue Meanies in there who was in ECW too. I remember him, and uh, Colt Boom Boom Cabana from AEW. He's from Chicago too, so I kind of know him from that. And uh, there's some other guy who's from a who's from a tag team. I don't remember his name. He's also in AEW. That's on there, but a lot of the people I just don't recognize them, you know. But that I mean that's fine if the game is good enough, you know. But I don't, there's a story mode. It has a uh, branching pathways. I think you know you can choose to do different things, and uh, I kind of had. I must have got a bad ending because it just like ended. It just said like to be continued, and then it went to credits. And that, but the story Dang. wasn't over yet. And I'm like, oh what? And this was like an hour, just like for an hour. And I'm like, okay. So I thought maybe I had to turn up the difficulty, but I didn't want to start the story again. So I haven't really done it from there. But I played this mode called Ten Pounds of Gold, where you basically do like a boss rush and you fight like. You fight like 14 guys pretty much or 14 matches like back to back. And I went through all of those and I got credits again. So I think that means that I beat the game, right? That count as my uh, beat of the week there. Yeah, I got got to see credits twice in that game. But it's fun. You know, it's definitely I don't think there's any online. So that's unfortunate. Uh, I like the characters look good. It's it's really frantic. Like it can get really um, stressful. Like if you don't know what you're doing. And another thing that I noticed, and this might actually affect people who have colorblindness more than me, but uh, some of the characters, like some of their outfits, look really similar. Like I was playing as a uh, Colt Cabana, and he's wearing like a red outfit, but I was also fighting another guy who was wearing a red outfit, and I had a really hard time. I, I kept getting confused as to which which guy was which. So. They look so similar that I couldn't like actually in that one I ended up winning but I thought I lost because I didn't know which guy I was. So uh so I pinned a guy but I thought I was getting pinned and it was yeah, so sometimes some of the characters look too similar where it's really hard to tell who is who. And also you don't have as much freedom with the moves as you as you do in like Wrestling Empire. Wrestling Empire if you haven't seen it, it was like uh it's like the M Dickey uh it's it's an indie wrestling game. It looks like a, it looks like a sixty four game. It's really rough around the edges, but it definitely has like shit ton of options and meat and all that in there. But you uh-huh. can do you can do a lot more with that. Like you can actually like in this one, for instance. So if you're doing like a tag team match, whenever you're trying to pin one guy, 
their their tag team member will come out and kick you and will kick you out of the pin, obviously. So once you start pinning somebody, your guy will come out as well, and you have to start controlling. You have to control him right when you're trying to pin the guy, and you have to go over and block the other guy from breaking your pin. And in like Wrestling Empire, I could I could like go and attack the guy outside the ring and like knock him out of the ring so he wouldn't come in and then pin the guy. You can't do stuff like that in this game. Like there's not like it doesn't have that freedom. Like you can't like run off the ropes and like jump through the ropes and attack the guy outside the ring. As far as I can tell, I couldn't find like moves like that, which you can do in in Wrestling Empire. So, I still like Wrestling Empire better. I actually played both of them last night. I streamed Retromania for a while, and then when I was done with that, I played Wrestling Wrestling Empire, just to see because it's been updated like nine times, and uh, just to see the difference. But it's just it's just cool that there's more wrestling games on the Switch. Retromania Wrestling is like thirty dollars, which I think is a little high for what it is, and for what's offered into it. I feel like I don't know. I mentioned this last week, and I was kind of hard on it, but I said that I felt like they spent more time getting a uh, getting YouTube people to be in the background of one level than they did a. Uh, getting wrestlers on the game because there's only 16 wrestlers and there's no women wrestlers either, which is like a total, I don't know what the, what that's about. Like that, that seems really weird to have no, I, have no women in there. So I think this game probably going to drop to like 1999 or 1799, a couple of weeks. Like, yeah. I think this be like one of the a deal game that people will buy it. Once it goes, once more sales go on. Mm-hmm. And they promise that they're going to add some DLC, some free DLC characters later. And I mm-hmm. think they mentioned like uh, the oversight of not having female wrestlers in there, and that they, that they think that they said they're going to add some more later. But it's a uh, yeah. I mean, it's and I, it's on sale right now. I got it for twenty five. I didn't pay the thirty for it, and I actually had like seven dollars of gold coins, so I ended up paying less than twenty. So it wasn't. I, I ended up using using my gold coins on it, so I didn't pay the pay the full price. But it's like it's it's fun for itself, and. uh I have to say, like anything, any matches where there's four or more people in the game is pretty mm-hmm. fucking frantic. Like it, it's super stressful. And aside from the color issues that I was saying, it's it's really hard to figure out where you're at. And also, like it, it kind of works like a Street Fighter game where your where your life meter goes down by the amount of you know hits that you take. And every time I did a four person match, like a like a battle royale thing or whatever, your life like drops like that. Like you'll be completely out of life like in the ne- in like ten minutes. Like it's wow, it goes really quick. Like so so be careful and try to pay attention to what they're doing. Oh yeah, and in the ten pounds of gold, you actually whoever whoever does the first pin wins. So that's annoying too. So you have to make sure that no one else is pinning any of the guys. It's not like where you can knock them off one by one and then there's only mm. two of you. It's like whatever pin happens is the winner. So that one was annoying because if you're accidentally stuck in the animation of doing a move and somebody's trying to pin another guy, you know, you can't, you can't do it. So I found that really difficult. And I also found like, like I said before, tag team matches were way harder than single matches because, because of the thing where you have to make the other guy go block the other guy while you're pinning the one guy. And yeah, I say, wait, wait for another sale maybe, but I mean, it's, you know, it, it plays well for what it is. And it, it's for people who want like the arcade experience and want something that's more like Fire Pro Wrestling. It's de- it's yeah. de- it's definitely in there. I think for the for for the um, control. I just wish there was more options. Like there's a little bit of a tutorial mode at the beginning of the of the story mode, but they I feel like they could have gone more de- more in depth as to what you can do. And I really really wish there was like a training mode or something like that to just like take you through the steps because they don't really explain that much how to grapple people which i know how to do it because i played fire pro wrestling but if anybody hasn't they might be a little confused on on whether why their moves aren't working and all that stuff so so that's that's my thing about it but i'm not you know i don't i don't feel bad for getting it i i think it's i think it looks good i just i don't think it has 
I don't think it has the replayability that that Wrestling Empire has. Plus, Wrestling Empire has 300 wrestlers in it. It's kind of hard. It's kind of hard to shake a stick at that because there's 300 wrestlers and they're all based off of real wrestlers. So it's like so you're basically getting like pretty much most of the wrestlers of all time in that game. They're just called different names, but you can tell who they are. They look like they look yeah. like who they are. You know, so that's that's what I have to say about that. And also, um, I reserved a hotel room for the Midwest Gaming Ooh. Classic, so we might actually be able to go to a place to a convention. When is it? It's it's in November. They actually set it up for November fifth through the seventh, and they just put up hotel reservations. So I just went for it because they you know they don't charge you until like a, the day before your check in. So, mm-hmm. so you can just go ahead and reserve it, and you can and you can cancel it up to that time as well. So you can cancel it up to twenty four hours before your check in time. So if something happens and it doesn't happen, you know, then there's that. But I just went ahead and reserved it. Now I accidentally didn't get the same hotel that we got last time. I actually got a different Hilton that's across the street. So let's see. I'll, I'll see how far it is exactly across the street. I wonder if it's still. By that hotel, that's that was by the Toys R Us that was over there. Oh no, they actually changed it. It's in a, it's in the Milwaukee, uh, whatever with the Milwaukee Center, convention Center, the yeah. Wisconsin Convention Center. Yeah, it's in a different. It's oh, in a, they made it bigger now. In the the past couple, the past couple years, because uh, the one that you went to, they had it all in that one hotel that was by the Toys R Us. It's actually they made it bigger because they needed more space. So now it's in the convention center, and we were staying in one of the hotels that was connected through the Skyway. Mm-hmm. And actually, the one I accidentally got one that wasn't connected to the Skyway this time, but it's actually like a hundred dollars cheaper than getting the one that's connected to the Skyway. So let's see so how not, far away it is. Maybe, maybe so we can still it's use in it. Milwaukee, not Madison. Ooh, it's in Milwaukee right. now, yeah. But yeah, you should, you guys should go. I mean, it's like I said, it's in November, so I think from the way things are rolling around now with va- with vaccinations and all that, I think it might be safe, right, to have a convention in, in November. That's let's like, hope. yeah, it's like a, what? That's like. Seven months from now, eight months from now. Yeah. So I mean, and I I know for me, I could just drive there, and then when it's time to head back, drive just drive home because it's only an yeah. uh, hour or so for from me to get there to Milwaukee. Yeah. Um, and I wanted, I always wanted to go back. So hearing that, I'm at the look into it. If it, I feel like I, yeah, if I feel like I need to get a hotel, I'll find a hotel. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we'll if you go. I mean, we'll definitely we'll definitely hang out. Let me know. Oh yes, but sure. uh, yeah, no, I, I feel like it's I feel like it's far enough away that it's a possibility. So I went ahead and reserved a hotel room. So pretty excited about that. Me too. Well, I mean, I think the other things that I wanted to talk about, you guys are talking about as well. So I'll wait on that. But do you guys want to take a quick break, real quick here, and we'll uh, yes, sure. yeah. yes. Let, let's take a break, and then we'll come back and talk about the rest of our games and probably a little bit of news. So stay right there. Hey you! 
Mario. Yeah, you. <laughs> Subscribe to our Patreon to hear our bonus shows, which happen every month. I'm a tired. Tired of all the big corporate podcasts spoon-feeding you the same old video game news on every single show. Ah, spaghetti. Ah, ravioli. Then expand! With Nintendo Main Expansion Pack. It's us talking about old games that were important to us. It's us interviewing people that we meet at conventions. And heck, it's live shows from those same conventions. It's basically everything you could want that Nintendo Main ever made. Here we go! And it's just a buck a month. That's less than a bad indie on the eShop. It's $12 a year, which is less than Nintendo Switch Online. <laughs> Thank you so much for subscribing to our Patreon and supporting Nintendo Main. Just go to patreon.com slash Nintendo Main Podcast and... Hey, Mario, let go! He's throwing us back to the show! So long, gay Bowser! Patreon.com slash Nintendo Main Podcast! Game over! Jeremy, what have you been doing? Well, with me this week, it's been kind of a uh, a repeat of what I've been doing for the past several weeks. Um, kind of hung up on the same few games. Mainly, well, one of the main ones was 3D World. Last week, I said I had beaten the game, and I unlocked the bonus levels. Well, I got through all those. I didn't get every collectible in them, but I got through all the bonus levels, and now I'm in the next... There's another set of levels, so still chipping away at that. I was thinking to myself, I was like, well, I should go check the Wii U version of 3D World and see if I've at least caught up to that progress yet. And then I was surprised to find out, like, I've blown way past it. So, <laughs> yeah, this is the first I've ever been in the game. Yeah, so how far did you get in the 3D, in the, in the Wii U one, in the original one? It looks like I only beat the first bonus level, and then for some reason I just quit playing. I don't mm-hmm. know why. So... Uh, yeah, I just had quit playing without collecting everything. So now I'm doing it on the Switch, and it's fun, and uh, it's a really nice pick up and play experience. So, uh, also, I booted up my Wii U and was playing some Shantae. It's uh, the second one. The is it Risky's Revenge or not? The, not the Game Boy one, right? Not the Game Boy Advance one. No, the one that was on Wii. Oh, okay. The Wii U. Because I thought I thought that the Game Boy Advance one was on there too. Maybe I maybe I played it on 3DS and I mixed them up. Because there was one that we got from that humble bundle. Maybe it was. 3DS. I think this is on the 3DS. one. Because I have a because the one that I have it was the Game Boy Advance one because it looks like a Game Boy Advance game and I I liked it but I got lost real easy because there was no there was no map that that was my that was my problem with it. But well, there's a map in this one and 
it's pretty fun. But I know it's a sequel because she says early on, she's like, I'm no longer a genie. So spoilers, I guess she stops being a genie at some point. But um, you're uh, talking to the boss. I think it's the boss from the last game. And you're actually trying to help her fight a bigger boss. It would seem to be the case. So I played a little bit of that. And I was just kind of thinking to myself, like, why haven't I really played this? Like, I've had this game for years now. And I've never really played it. And it's fun. It's a cool game so far. Um, I know you unlock more stuff, but all I can really do so far is just hit with my hair. And it's got Mm -hmm. a very Mega Man, Shovel Knight kind of feel to it. Like, it's just a really satisfying And uh, Metroidvania too, right? Yeah, yeah. It's also a Metroidvania. So, like I said, there there is a map that you can use that looks a lot like your standard Metroidvania, you know, map. So, yeah, I've been playing a little bit of that. Let's see, before we get into anything we've commonly been playing, I did buy Scott Pilgrim before it went off sale. I saw that. I saw you were playing it earlier. Yeah, and I just played it a little bit today. It's the first time I've played it. I bought it a few days ago. But I would be interested in playing some multiplayer sometime, John. Um, Definitely. I've never owned this game before. My old roommate did back in the day when it came out on the 360. And I may have played once or twice with him, but mostly I just watched him play. But I forgot how pretty this game's like really pretty. It's like it a really is. nice looking game. And the sprites are huge. Like I I guess I just didn't remember how like good it looked and how like it looks like you're playing an old school arcade game. Like a hundred percent like you're playing like something in the vein of Simpsons or Ninja Turtles or whatever. And don't don't forget about that soundtrack, dude. That soundtrack is baller. Yeah, the soundtrack's rad. Like that uh, that's a big that's a huge part of it for me. It was like that soundtrack is like, whoa, like this is good. This is really good. It's really good. For, it's really fun. Yeah. Not usually my genre. I'm not a beat 'em up. Like I, I don't dislike it. It's just not a genre I play a lot. You know. Well, it's a good couch co-op kind of thing. So I played a lot of beat 'em ups with my brother. You know, sitting on the couch two player. That's fun. But by yourself, it's just not. I don't know. It doesn't seem as fun to me. But I got through the first boss or the first boyfriend, and I beat him. And I'm just playing on whatever the you know the lowest difficulty level is. But it's a good game. It's fun. And I like that you're there seems to be an incremental upgrade system to it to where you're feeling some progress besides just the level progression itself. Right. The shades of River City Ransom in there. Okay. Oh, yeah, you sure. go to the stores and everything. For sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I, I even think like uh, I, I know it's kind of based off of the comic book design, but I feel like the characters look a little bit like the River City Ransom characters to me, like the way they look on there. Yeah. Yeah. I'm. In fact, I would bet that his original designs were inspired by those games. Oh yeah, it could be because I, I know that they're definitely going for the comic book style of the art for mm-hmm. for that for that game. But it still kind of reminds me of River City Ransom. Oh, absolutely! Yeah, it feels like that, or feels like definitely. Mm-hmm. Uh, I saw some stuff that reminded me of the first du- Double Dragon, which is probably intentional. Oh, of with course, the level yeah. design at the beginning, because there's like a, a part where you can like throw bad guys like. Like into a hole in the the street and everything. I was like, does does Ramona get punched in the stomach at the beginning? That that'd be great. Wouldn't mind no, seeing that. She's too tough for that. <laughs> that wouldn't happen to Ramona. But yeah, this but it's fun. So yeah, I would be interested in playing some multiplayer. It seems like it fits really well on the Switch. This game like fits the spirit of the system really well. So I plan on playing it more. Um, I guess single player. Just not as fun. I don't know. It's just not as fun playing it one player. Um, so that's two of, out of three of us that own it now. Yeah. Well. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. Someday. I'll get it someday. Two out of three. Hmm. Yeah. 
There's this game. And that called, was my. There's this game called Monster Hunter that I have a hard time not playing. That I have to get around before I get to, <laughs> before I get to it. <laughs> How this? We'll both buy Monster Hunter if you buy Scott Pilgrim. John's sure. I, I, I do not agree to this. <laughs> sure. <laughs> it's it's that's. I mean, that's less. That's less on, that I got to put on the table. There. I know it's way less. It's like to, uh, what to twelve dollars or fifteen dollars. I think I'll probably $60. grab Monster Hunter eventually. The more hype I hear about it, Trey, especially if you keep playing it and keep liking it. Yeah, then I'll I, have you more. Uh, I'm not. I'm, I'm not planning on stop, planning on stopping anytime soon. I think it's. A but I mean, fun. I'll be able to like play with. You'll be able to help me out if I do start playing. Sure. You know. Yeah. Even though, I, like Good. I said, I only really know the light bow gun. <laughs> so I mean, that's okay. <laughs> you you just got to find. You just got to play the demo and just find a weapon that you like. That's that's a big that's a big thing for me. And it was weird that it was the gun, like because I watched a video review of it and somebody's running around with a gun and shooting him, and I was like, oh wait, I should try that, and that was the one that that clicked for me. Was was the gun so? Because I can keep it a distance and and not have to get too close, but it still gets super hard. So. But yeah, Scott Pilgrim was my, you know, my game buy of the week, and then I did buy something else this week, which is it's not a big deal. But I bought a my friend was selling a guitar, and I kind of wanted a new one. My the one I have oh. now I've had for like twelve years, and it's not the best guitar. You know, it's cool enough that I've been able to play it and learn on it. But yeah, I was buying a fake plastic guitar a couple of weeks ago and and my friend just happened to be like hey uh you know i'm selling this you gave me a good deal on it so it's the one you can see back i'll say is it that one is it the acoustic yeah. behind you mm-hmm. yeah there so it is. i've been taking lessons too so oh shit it's nice to have a little oh, bit nice. nicer on, on, online lessons right nice. yeah yeah zoom lessons oh yeah oh yeah you could tell i mean that'd be an easy easy way to do that for guitar because it wouldn't be as hard as like drums or something i think would be difficult over, over there, but <laughs> that's the, that's the instrument that i that i like always wanted to I, I can play drums kind of but drums is like the, if i could learn how to play anything that's be what, what i would do it's a very difficult instrument to have anywhere because it's so fucking loud like you need like it's a, a hard instrument to practice exactly. yeah exactly like you need a I, I thought at one point i thought really hard about buying an electronic drum set because it's a lot not cheaper but and you can actually play it but still it's yeah you need the room for it and you know all that type of thing. Piano has always been my dream to play. Like oh, I sure, always yeah. want to learn how to play piano. See, that's easier because yeah. you can get keyboard. Like you can play it mm-hmm. on headphones. You know, you can get a keyboard and plug your plug your headphones into it, and you don't. Nobody will even know how bad or how good you're playing. You know, it's much <laughs> so much, you much easier to hide that. On- online lessons for piano. Like yeah. you wouldn't even need like a full size piano to learn the basics. You could just get like a a small MIDI keyboard. I bet mm-hmm. to learn. Oh, yeah, I have one. I have one. Yeah, yeah. you do have one. But yeah, that was like, yeah, I figured like I should mention on the show that I buy real guitars too. I don't just buy fake guitars, but not very often. It's not like I'm buying guitars all the time. This is this. <laughs> this wasn't like very expensive. It just happened to be like, you know, the friend wanted to sell it and I was kind of looking for one and it just kind of like worked out. You're a guitar collector. Nice. Stop lying. Stop. We know about all your Les Pauls that you have back there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the plastic ones. It's the only guitar uh, I know. That sorry, I, the only controllers. thing I can throw out. All right, Gibsons. Yeah, got, got my Gibson over here. Get, get your double neck, uh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, but uh, otherwise, like I've been playing some stuff that I think you know we we're gonna maybe talk about a little bit. I guess the big one would it. be Mario Thirty Five because it's yeah, gone. yeah. We were I, I kept talking about on the show like how we I gotta play Thirty Five, gotta play Thirty Five again, and. Uh, and today, uh, I was like, uh, I was like, hey, Jess, we should play, you know, because it's the last day, really, for us to play. And from what from what I think, this is what I'm guessing, 
it's going to be after you know after we post this it'll already be done i think but from what i can tell from the at least from the event i think that mario 35 is going to stop at 2 a.m central time that's my that's what i think is when it's going to stop so we'll let you know next week if that's the truth i'm sure like at least one of us after we're done recording here is going to check it out and see if it's still there i was really interested to like actually be playing like whenever it's pulled like Will it end a mid-match? Will it just like be like when an update's applied to Tetris 99? I feel like it would be the same as that. Mm-hmm. It would just be like, you know, game has been interrupted or whatever, and then afterwards it just won't work. From what I heard, some things are getting removed on the Japanese eShop. I, I tried to, right before we recorded, I, I tried to actually get on Mario mm-hmm. 35 through my Japanese account, and I can't play it because I need a, a separate nintendo switch online membership through my japanese account to play it so yep. i can't really tell you if it's working or not on there because they are 13 hours ahead of us so yeah cool. they're already there they already know about mario's future if he's dead or not i mean <laughs> yeah. I, feel, I feel like he's at least partially dead yeah but uh but jess and i we had fun with it we were we were we were doing the three two one go thing you know like right next to each other mm. and we were in every match we were in we were in it together so we were actually able to play multiplayer but not through a thing like find your friend or whatever. You know, we just counted three, two, one, go hit the A button. And every match we did, we were in the same thing. And we were always like a few positions uh, behind each other on like the same screen. I was like, I got ninth, the highest or something, but it'd be like 15th and 17th or whatever. You know, we'd, we'd be pretty close on there. I thought we did that with Mario 35 when it first came out. Didn't we? Yeah, we did, we did, but I didn't remember how well it worked. I thought we had managed to get to where you, you, me and John were all, Oh, okay. At least once or twice yeah, for the same match. I think we did. That was a long ass time ago. But yeah, I don't know. This game, like, so the best place I got was fifth. I, I just played it today. And, and it actually was like, I probably wouldn't have played it at all. I would have forgotten. But I got online, you know, I got on my Switch and saw a bunch of friends were on. I'm like, what are my friends playing? Yeah. <laughs> and almost everyone was playing Mario 35. I'm like, oh, shit. I, I know why. It's because this is the last day to do that. So I got on there, yeah, and I played for about an hour. I recorded it just in case something cool happened, but nothing did. I, I got to fifth place once, and that was the best. So that's why I said at the top of the show, fifth place for the last time. Yeah. this is I've actually finished first in this game t- two different times, and th- that was very early on, and I'm very proud of it. John, I think you got first as well, didn't you? Yeah, I got a couple of them too. I, I, never, so. I never got there. I think I got second as high as I could get. I, I tried so hard, but... The best I've yeah. ever done in Tetris 99 is second. So I'm happy at 35. I get to first. And I really feel like once I got first in it, I stopped caring about it as much, even though it had only been out for a, a week or two at that point. But I don't know. So I was playing it. And, and like I said, I was recording myself playing it just in case. And I was sort of like talking and recording that too. And I was like, you know, just trying to kind of fill in the silence of me just playing. And I was like, I wonder what, like what they would replace it with. And then I had this idea and whatever it's, it's left field, but I was like, I wonder if the same company, you know, it's the same company that did Tetris 99, and uh, Mario 35. What if they did some sort of DLC for Mario maker two, where you got to make your own, like, you know, you would put your own levels into that, that same format. That that would be cool. That would be cool. Well, they could even, they could even like throw ones in there that are already there, I guess, right? But it would have—I mean, some of those—they would have to go with maybe the more easy ones, like because some of those levels are just stupid. 
like with with the heart with the difficulty of them you know Mm -hmm. so what if they got rid of this game and then they brought it back as paid dlc for mario maker 2 but you can play custom levels in it i don't know that Um, was that was a random idea i thought of i was like i mean that'd be cool to me enough like yeah seems ludicrous they would just completely toss this game out the window like that it's just gone yeah it doesn't make right. it doesn't make a whole lot of sense like i mean i'm sure i've seen people say like what if it's april fools and i was like but i would be so mad at them if that was it if they were just like oh no you can't get it you can't go and get it and then it's like haha it's like fuck you man like i know they like drove i know their sales have been going up no. pretty high april for fools 3d world and all that stuff or uh 3d all-stars not 3d world just still be able to buy that afterwards yeah on a corporate level they wouldn't do a an April Fool's that would fuck their customers over. I mean, in a way you see it as like, it's good because it's still available, but yeah, the backlash would be too big. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, I don't think they I'd, I'd be, I'd be pissed if that happened. I just see it being, it, it you know, of course we've all theorized, maybe they're going to do a Zelda version of it. If they did a Zelda anniversary celebration, sure, they do. I'm going to, I might as well just pre-order that. Cause that one's going to be <laughs> hard to find the stores. Yeah. Yeah. But then that that was what kind of led me to the thought of well if they were gonna do a Zelda thirty five maybe they would do a make your own thirty five or you know thirty five maker or whatever like maybe they throw Metroid in there too I don't know we'll see that'd be cool if they mixed them all up and stuff and and and, and don't forget like because we'll already post it after this but be careful when you're out there on April first what you see it's chances are it's not real. So <laughs> I already saw something today that made me sad. It was a, it was a uh, European post. So it was, it was supposed to look like Nintendo of Europe and it was called like the sky castle trilogy. And it was dragon quest four, five, and six. Oh, I would love that. <laughs> and I was well, like, what? And it was like, Oh no, it's fake. There actually is some kind of breaking news actually from platinum. Is it, is there, is it a fake yeah. one? <laughs> um, they said no joke. Platinum Games is make is releasing Soul Cresta on the Nintendo Switch. It was a joke game last year, but they actually got a trailer for it, and it's coming to Switch and PlayStation. I they see it. Just yeah. announced it. Yeah, Nintendo Life just just reported it. Soul Cresta. It's a fake game, or it was a game. It was an it was a April Fool's game. It was an April Fool's joke last year, but Platinum. And people were excited when they saw it. And Platinum was just like, no, the game is not real. But the game is in development. And they's like, no joke, this game is real. Oh, weird. I mean, yeah. it's like a shoot 'em up thing. Yeah. That's what, what I'm, I don't know. I don't, I, that's, that's a genre that I just doesn't really, I can't really get into it, you know. But well, the, I think the thing is, is that I think they learned because of Nier Automata has the shoot 'em up gameplay uh, part of the game. So they probably what they learned from there, they took it and made a game out of it. Oh, sure, yeah, that's a game that I still want to play at some point. I know it was, I saw it was on sale for like twenty bucks on uh, PlayStation Four, but I just don't, I just don't play my PS Four that much. So someday, someday I'll get it. And I, I heard you had to beat it multiple times, so that seems like yeah, that that sounds scary to me. <laughs> I'm like, why do I want a game that I have to beat like six times to to, to get the I don't know full story? Yeah, to get the whole concept of it. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know how you guys feel about Mario 35. I kind of decided to myself, like, even though like I was super hyped for this when I saw, you know, the trailer for it or whatever, it was part of that huge Mario anniversary direct. Mm-hmm. It just was so, I mean, that was one of the best directs I'd seen in a long time. There's just so much stuff. And of course, you know, the mind blowing 
nature of getting sunshine finally. Mm-hmm. Uh, but ultimately, I don't think I'll miss it that much. I don't know. How do you guys feel? Are you going to be like, damn, I, I think... wish I could play Mario 35 right now, but I can't. Yeah, I, 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 didn't... I don't think so, because Mario Maker 2 multiplayer pretty much scratches that itch for me. And mm-hmm. it's a better experience. But you know, there, there will be a time when I'm like, oh, maybe I want to try, try Mario 35 and then realize, oh, it's not there. Yeah, I uh, I don't know. I, I, I didn't really like it that much because I thought the control was a little off and I still feel like mm-hmm. it's a little off mm-hmm. playing it today. I was like, I feel like it's a little like it, it doesn't move as quick as it should. Like it doesn't feel like a, like Mario Maker does, you know, for the controls for mm-hmm. Mario, Mario Maker offline, not online. But and, it, and it's and it was one of the things I played it for a while and I couldn't win. And it just it really frustrated me because I felt like the character was kind of slidey and it wasn't as responsive as it should be on the jumps. And I didn't really play it. But I mean, I don't want it to go away, though. I think it should still just always be there. And I was hoping that they would like build on it and add DLC, like where you could have like maybe we'll have some like, I don't know, Mario Land 2 or something like put some weird Mario 3, Mario 2, whatever. Put put different games in there that will also be like the 35 version. You know, that's. That's what I was hoping was that they would add, add to like it and make custom it. Lo- you get paid to where you can make your own custom lobby. Yeah. I mean, your I re- own like levels series yeah. and stuff. I mean, I really loved the idea of it when it came out, but it was, ne- it never hit like Tetris 99 did for me. Like it was not. No. Tetris 99 was like, I want to play this all the time. Mario, that 30- away, Mario 35 wasn't there. Yeah. No, Tetris 99. It's just one of those things that I can just play it at any time. And I'm like, this is still good. This is still really good. It's still really addictive. And I love it. And 35 was just not, it didn't, it, it's weird. Cause it, there's like a whole, you know, side scrolling game in there, but it didn't seem as didn't have, didn't feel like it had as much depth as Tetris does as Tetris 99 does for me. So it never hit as hard. So, but I, but I never wanted to go. I mean, I didn't want it to go away. I think it should still be there. I mean, I enjoyed it for what it was. I like the fact that, you know, it was to me, it was like a good 15, 20 minute game to fill the void or if, so you brought something that's loading. It's just something to play. Then you can put down. Like it, it, it did what it needed to do. That's about it for me. Mm-hmm. It was your, it was your loading game. <laughs> I like that. Um, for some games, yeah. I say, uh, unless it's on the Switch, because you can't, you can't download and play it at the same time because it's online. But if sometimes it, it won't. <laughs> well, no, it won't let you do that. Yeah, for any yeah. games with the online. Play. Yeah. Well, yeah. I don't know. I'm sad to see you go Mario 35 and you really like it really was impressive. I liked seeing all the everybody's screen at once. Like on nine on Tetris 99, you sort of see like a, a really like low poly or whatever you want to call it, like low frame rate representation of everyone's screen. Whereas in this, you see like a full like view of everyone's like where, where they're at, you know, what level they're playing and what they're doing. And it looks really cool. It's like the presentation is amazing, and I'm sad to see it go. So let's hope it comes back in some way. And yeah, and it, and it's still good, or even hopefully it's even better, and there's more content. Yeah, I I would like to see it come back, like as this or one of the other Mario games. You know, I just just seeing it the first time, it just made it just like. I was like, oh, you could do this for so many different things. You know, like it would be really cool. Mm-hmm. I wanted like a Street Fighter 35 or something, like where you could throw a Hadouken at 35 people at once. <laughs> That's what I thought of. I was like, that'd be great. You know, There's you could 35 do cars you have to destroy. Yeah. <laughs> something like that. But uh, yeah, otherwise, I did want to mention briefly like 
we talked about it a little bit last week, but we were going to do a, we did our uh, bonus or uh, expansion pack episode about animal crossing and just kind of like the one year anniversary of it. And uh, we did a virtual studio within animal crossing and that was fun. So yeah, me, Trey and John all recorded that and, that's on our Patreon, of course. Yeah, That's we did. Fine. We did our page. Yeah, we did our Patreon only. And hope. And before I forget, I do want to say that I added some stuff to the Patreon for for at least like the the five dollar level, and now the new fifteen dollar level, where you can actually get merchandise. It's like a loyalty program where they send you stuff like every three months. So if you're on the five dollar level, and I know there's some people that are on there, uh, there's like a couple postcards and stickers that you can get of the. That'll, that they'll send to you. It actually won't. You won't have to pay extra for it, which is pretty rad. But I was really excited about the fifteen dollar level that I made because you can get two. Uh, you can get two two coffee mugs for uh, for for Nintendo Main and How Is It Now. And there's also two posters that I made. One of one of the posters is made up of pictures that we took from the Animal Crossing Patreon only episode that we did, and also another one is like a collage that I made of of various uh, thumbnails that I made for for the different. Uh, episodes the podcast episodes so i think they're pretty rad i actually kind of want to do it myself so i can see all the merch in there it's cool it's a cool new thing so uh if you're you know if you're interested check out patreon.com slash main podcast we got some new stuff on there for you to look at and so yeah we're eventually going to have a video version of this episode but we we do actually it's well it's available now to the five dollar levels five dollar level people yeah so we did. We did post that. There might be. I mean, you might. I don't know if you ever want to do a split screen version, but we might have another one. But the video version is available for everybody on the five dollar level. So cool. Check that out. And it, it was, was fun, though. It, it was it a lot was, of fun. It was, yeah, it's blast. Um, I I want to do it again sometime, but I feel like it needs to be an another like anniversary scenario, maybe or because I don't know how much I care to play Animal Crossing all the time now. Like I've played it pretty much every day since we recorded honestly but i've lost a lot of my and there is like some stuff we like there is a big thing we did within it that didn't save that makes yeah (laughs) yeah yeah, i really wanted i really wanted we we totally fucked up on that i didn't i didn't even think about maybe it was john you might have like put yours to sleep earlier something happened because i was still in jeremy's town and you weren't and sometimes this has happened before i didn't think about it but whenever you play like online in somebody's town if you don't like leave properly or like close your gate in the right way you it'll it, the communication can fuck up and anything that you did will go will, won't won't have happened and that's basically what happened to us we had i like, probably should have closed my gate i didn't yeah. think to do that well i was still i basically i just i was like okay we're done and then i just left i should have like actually like left the town and went home and saved and all that because yeah, i noticed you were standing down there for a while and I'm like, yeah because oh. some because anyway something happened and and we lost connection and everything that we did at the end it's it's now it's all just captured on our patreon thing and that's just where it is because it didn't really happen in real life because everything got taken back and you know whatever i did there wasn't there anymore and it was kind of sad but whatever it was still fun though i had a great time and uh, we, we have footage i really liked so yeah, i really liked the way you guys had your islands and i feel like my island wasn't quite as impressive but i feel like we still had a good time on my island mm-hmm. with the, uh, the little game we played, and then also the studio. I'm really proud of that. That's what I put most. Yeah, studio turned out really cool. The yeah, few weeks. Yeah, and I like the. We I feel like we had a lot of good pictures in, in different places, and the poster that I made on the Patreon is actually three different pictures from each of our islands. So, and and cool. it's of course the main one is the 
is the studio. Like that's the one that has the logo on it and all that. But there's also like one from my arcade and one from the one from John's Island with get with the Godzilla like monster in the background and all that. So nice. I wanted to make sure and have one have one for each of our islands on there. And, and yeah, this, what what a fantastic game! Yeah. It's been out for a year now. It, it was fun. I mean, I still like I said, my, my my wife plays it every day, so I still I still play it with her. And she actually she was telling me about. Uh, I just want to mention it briefly. She found this website called Nookazon. It's it's like Amazon, mm-hmm. and you can buy you can basically buy Animal Crossing stuff, but you don't use real money. You buy Animal Crossing stuff with bells and Nook miles, and you can get whatever you want out of like uh, currency from the game. And you don't have to pay anything. It's pretty cool. You you just send, I think you send like Nook Mile tickets or you send them bells, and that's and you can get stuff. So it's pretty it's pretty cool. Look into it. Nook Nook is on. That's what it's called. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. Did you did the two of you get your uh, lamps? I sent you. We did, and I sent you something too. So oh, cool. Was that was that arcade the one you needed, or was that it was? One? Yeah, that was the right one. It was the it was the shooter one. Speaking of the shoot 'em up one, that the, was the one that you sent me that I needed. Cool. The top-down shooter, and I also, uh, I don't know. I can tell you what it is, or you can wait. Do you want to know, or do you not want to know what I sent you? And tell me for the show. Okay, I, I sent I sent you one of those uh, one of those race car things from uh, Christmas. Oh hell yeah, the slot cars. Yeah. Oh, I was looking at one of the, one of my uh, villagers has one of those, and I was looking at that today, and I was like, damn it, I want one. Yeah, because you said nice. you didn't have you said you didn't have one from Christmas, and I realized that I you can't actually order those still from your thing. So anyway, I ordered you one, so you should have it at your house. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, they're called mini circuits. Is actually what they're called. I had I had a hard time finding the name of it. I tried searching like race car and car, and I couldn't find any of that. It's called mini circuit. But yeah, it's like the little you know the cars that go in a circle when you slot cars. You know, it was one of my favorite. Uh, Christmas toys on there, but now you have one, so I sent it to you. And also, you, uh, we both we we got the uh, rainbow, the rainbow soft serve cones, and I put it right next to the my to the mango cone that I had, so they're they're connected, kind of. You should send me the mango cone, and John, you should send me the twist cone. It's like the chocolate oh, yeah. one. Yeah, I'll, I would I'll, like. To, I would I'll love to have it. all those ice cream lights. They're, sure. they're really cool. Yeah, I'll send. I'll send you. I'll send you the mango one. Also, I've been I've been buying the the Bunny Day stuff just because, like, I bought the Bunny Day one with the with the egg. Oh yeah, I bought so, that too. The cake or the candy and stuff. It's like a statue. It's like a statue that's holding an egg. That's holding a colored egg. And I also okay. bought uh, the sign. There's like a little yeah, sign, sign thing. So I mean, I'm still kind of playing it for that. I'm thinking I want to get the five stars still. So I've been going around putting a bunch of like decoration decoration stuff on each of the little landings on the island today i made like a godzilla and like he's chasing all the lawn gnomes i have kind of like did a scene with that where it looks like they're running from him and then did a scene where like the astronauts the dj and all the skeletons are dancing to it (laughs) so yeah i've been trying to go around my island and put oh i did like i copied jess's idea and i did a bathtub area so i got an area where there's like six or seven bathtubs that are all together with like bamboo furniture around them so i'm gonna still try to get the five stars I, I i plan on playing it still but it just won't be the same yeah i mean yeah I feel, I, it felt like saying goodbye to it the other night really yeah that was the idea of it so yeah. check that out if you haven't it's only a dollar to listen to the audio version so you can check that out that's uh that's yeah, what that, you... that, that's it for me this week oh, okay well i've told everybody before but i moved um a couple weeks ago and i moved by a 
by a pod. So I put all my stuff in a box and shipped it off. It arrived yesterday. So I finally got all my stuff back, including wow. all my games. You were supposed to get that, like, weren't you saying you were doing it last yeah. week? Yeah. Well, yeah, didn't you say that? Yeah. yeah, I thought you said that you're supposed to get it on Thursday or Monday or something. Yeah, I got delayed twice. So it was first last Tuesday, and then it was last Thursday. And then it finally arrived on Tuesday. Did you, so, I, have you unpacked it yet, or is it still like sitting at your oh, mom's house? I unpacked it, yeah. And, yep. now, and, now yeah. It's all, and now it's all in your parents' house, or where did you put your stuff? Uh, I put stuff in the garage, and then I put a couple things up here in the room where I'm at. But yeah, it's all in bins and stuff, so it's all easy to pack up and go again. What's the, what's the thing you miss the most that you're happy that you have again? Probably all of this podcast stuff, the microphone and mm-hmm. headphones and everything. Yeah. yeah. It's nice to feel like I'm not talking on my, my cheap old uh, you know, iPhone headphones again. So I feel like I'm actually on a podcast now. <laughs> but you were before. You had to wait for the pod to do the pod. Yeah. That's right. The pod right. <laughs> will bring, bring you to the pod. Yeah. So I got all my games. and I'm really actually just relieved that the games are okay. Like if everything else fell off the truck, I'd be like, oh, that sucks. But <laughs> the games, like, irreplaceable. It's a co- you know? collection. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's all the years of collecting and, you know, the stories behind how I got each game. And, you know, not that it would be worth that much of a dollar amount, but you just can't, like, you'd be buy all those memories man. back, right? <laughs> I say you'd be surprised. A lot of those games are pricey now. Sure. I, I mean, I think probably my collection might be worth a couple thousand dollars in, in total. But it's just, like, yeah, I'm, I'm just glad to have them all back. So I, I know that there's no chance now that, that I have to, like go through losing all my games so that's that's fantastic i got the hitman 3 dlc the seven de- deadly sins that's why i was john deadly knitter um i haven't actually played it too much i only got to try it for about maybe 20 minutes or so before we started here and it's different it's like it's a real different spin on it so far um you start out in the um the dubai level and Hitman 3. But now there's like this gold haze over the, the visuals, and there's like this voice speaking to you, telling you what to do. Like, like it says, like, oh, see that person over there? Get him. He's got your he's got your money. He's got your coins. Get him. Oh, weird. And like snap his neck, snap his neck. Like it's whispering to you, like like you're possessed or something. It's really creepy. It's it's effectively creepy. And so you kill the person that you're told to kill, and uh, you, you see these coins drop out. That's sort of the objective I get of this uh, DLC is you have these coins that you're collecting, at least in this one episode. And the voice says, those coins, those are yours. Take them. It's, a, it's really, really creepy. So, um, so does it make you feel almost like maybe your character is just hallucinating and you're just killing people for no reason? Kind of. I mean, it, it really, it's called Seven Deadly Sins. So I think this is like, I don't, this is like, like a devil or something speaking. Okay. It's the old thing of like the angel and devil on the shoulder. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I haven't dove into it too much. So I want to get, get into it a little bit more and, and be able to talk about it a little bit more next week. It, it sounds like a, I mean, you remember Manhunter, right? Where like that guy was in your ear, mm-hmm. like telling you to kill mm-hmm. people. Oh, kinda, right. Kind of reminds me of yep. them, reminds me of that. Yeah, yeah, it is kind of the same. Yeah. 
where you I like forgot about that. Yeah, where they would like talk to you and like tell you and it doesn't it like matter like whether you like whether you choose to like kill the person or not and it's supposed to like mess with your humanity. I don't know. I always wanted to play Manhunt too, but we all know what happened with that and, and we and how it was edited and all that stuff, so I never got around to it. Right. I've got it. I've got that game, but I just haven't played it much. Yeah. I rented it back in the day. I remember the big thing was you were supposed to be able to use the motion to rip the guy's balls off. And then yeah. but it ended up being censored, so it just faded to black. Like everything was blurred and stuff. I remember that because there was jokes about how you couldn't really tell what was happening because they kind of blurred all of it and, and pretty much ended up censoring all of it. And I think even on there it yeah, is. There it is. I think I think even on the PlayStation it was censored too to a point between the two of them. So it ended up just being not good. But somebody release an uncensored version of Manhunt too, please. Yeah, well, they have. No, did it's they? On PC. Yeah. Oh, okay. Somewhere. There you go. Yeah. Mm. Let's make it switch bound. <laughs> I mean, they, I mean, there's penises on on Switch games. Like they don't care anymore. There's there's new. Oh, yeah, yeah. Even Animal Crossing has them. <laughs> it's penises. <laughs> True. It does. Oh yeah, yeah. And the, the art. At least yeah. two now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the art. Not not. I've the seen bo- two. Yeah. So there's all sorts of nudity in there. I played the uh, Untitled Goose game again this week with my nephew. Did you guys play and two player? The the we did the update. We did, yeah. I haven't played it. It's great. Yeah, I haven't played that game. Oh, since how it came is he? Out. I want. I want to know. Like, I feel like a kid would just be cracking up during that game. Just like oh, okay and everything. It's a great game for a kid. Like, my, you know, an uncle and a nephew or father, son, whatever. You know, it's a great game to play with a kid because they just kind of make their own rules, and you know, we weren't necessarily getting all the objectives or whatever, but it was just fun. He was like telling me what to do. Oh, go over here, go honk at the guy, go steal his keys. And he just, I'd steal the guy's keys and he'd laugh, laugh, laugh. Mm-hmm. That, that game is great. It's just such a simple, pure joy. And to play it with a five-year-old is having such a great time. It was awesome. I mean, it must be cool for a, a kid too, because I mean, I know when I was playing, I was like, it's fun to just break the rules of this, like, mm-hmm. What you see is like kind of a stuffy environment, I guess. Like this guy's got this well manicured lawn or garden. That's where you start, and you're like, let's just throw everything in the in the in the water, just ruin it right. all. Like a kid has to love that. Oh yeah, yeah. And we were making we were making our own rules, and like he was telling me, like we were he was hiding in the bush. He was like, you can't see me, Uncle John. You don't know where I am. You can't see me. <laughs> um, tease me like that. We did that for like 10 minutes. He thought that was the best. Oh, nice. But yeah, that's pretty much it for me this week. I didn't play too much this week. Cool. Well, I mean, you got you got the new Hitman stuff and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, we don't, we don't really have a whole lot to talk to talk about on news. I just, I do want to say uh, for anybody, this will be out like when this is posted, but there's, there's a knockout city beta coming out for switch. Um, it's actually, uh, we, we were talking about it before we recorded. Uh, Ed and I were. Uh, it's actually you can rec- you can download it now on the Switch. It's like eight gigs, I think, seven and a half gigs. But uh, Knockout City was the game where you. Uh, it's like the open world uh, dodgeball game that looked really cool. There's actually going to be a free beta where everybody can try it this Friday, and it's starting at like eight a.m. on uh, Central Standard Time, Friday, April second. So, I I got I looked into it. I thought you had to start your own EA account. You don't. You can actually go on there and play it, but you guys should play it because I think the game looks like a lot of fun, and it's cool that that uh, Switch people get to try it. It actually it reminds me about the uh, reminds me of like when they did the Splatoon test runs, you know, where they let yeah. you just play the game and you could do Splatfest and stuff through that. 
So it's supposed to be everything that was available to the PC guys with an extra map and a couple extra items and stuff that you can use. So that's going to be cool. So I'm excited to play that. That's kind of one of the big releases of this week. And of course, Retromania Wrestling, which I already talked about, that was that was coming out there. Also, uh, what Katana Zero finally said that they were going to have a DLC coming, which I knew they were going to, but they finally officially said that it's coming through. There's there's that 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 happened. Um, I don't yeah, know. It was pretty much like a 1.5 or whatever they yeah. said. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what I mean because the game doesn't really end. You know, it has like it has like a very open ending, and I always thought they were going to add something to it. But I'm and, excited to go back to that game. That game was fun. And it was like a couple. It was like a couple years ago. You know. So I even made you a. Uh, a perler bead based on that game. Oh, it, what from the from my Mario Maker thing? Yeah, it was it was like a cross of those two. Yeah, yeah, because I made the Mario Maker level about the DJ level, and you made the one with the mm-hmm. with the helmet and all that. DJ stuff. Boom Boom. Yeah, DJ DJ Boom Boom. <laughs> DJ yeah. Boom Boom. Wow. Yeah, I made him a DJ Boom Boom uh, perler bead thing where he's got like headphones and like a uh-huh. turntable. Yeah, because I made a level based on this level in uh, Katana Zero where you where you have to kill a DJ. Because I thought it was really cool, and I I wanted to try to make the exact same thing, but in Mario. But I could only do do it. I could only do it so close, but it was close enough. I don't know. It was fun for me. It reminded me of I Katana thought, Zero. I was impressed. I called it Martana Zero. So nice. But yeah, it was it was cool. But uh, is there anything else you guys want to talk about before we before we close out here? Well, other than Mario 35, I thought it was definitely worth mentioning because we're talking about Mario Maker and stuff a lot. But yeah, the original Mario Maker is is donezo, like as far as the servers go. Oh yeah, that got that got killed too. With, oh wait, uh, so you can't the March 31st. So you can't play it at all anymore. The the Wii U one is what you're saying, like online. As far as I know, you can't play uh, online levels anymore. Because hmm. because I know that you couldn't like for a while there you couldn't upload your levels, but now you just can't play at all on there like online the, server, the servers yeah. are are done oh man that sucks i, I should have played that i love mario maker one a little bit more than mario maker two on wii u oh, no. <laughs> be, well because the amiibo stuff you could do on there you know you, that, that, that is true that never yeah. the amiibo skins were never there for two so I it, may, it made that. you like able to make your like a little more like narrative based stuff i think yeah you but can make the, your stuff yeah, you could do like a you know Pink Yoshi and the Clown Wizards and all that. You can really yeah. do that. Oh, that J- Jeremy's old level, like with an involving Yoshi, and you can really have a Yoshi. Well, I mean, you could have a Yoshi, but not like the sprite, like from the Meeple, like in the other one. But I think, yeah, I think we're good on news there. We mostly talked about Monster Hunter, and that's fine because Monster Hunter is the only thing you should be talking about right now because yes. it's great. But uh, thank you so much for hanging out with us, Ed, and for coming on here. And tell everybody again where they can find all your stuff. You guys can find my stuff at BoshRushGames.com and BoshRushGames on YouTube. Um, if you guys want to follow me, you can follow me at that retrico on Twitter. Awesome. And I'll definitely, you know, I'll post you on this when I post it on Twitter. And if you check the description of this episode right now, you'll see the you'll see the website to BoshRush Games as well. So you can so you can find all that stuff. And uh, yeah, hopefully we'll get to play Monster Hunter at some point in the future. But yeah, it's it's great to talk to you. Uh, hopefully we'll get to see you in person at the Midwest Gaming Classic. Definitely think about it because it's yeah, that'd be awesome. It's very yeah. cool. I highly recommend it to everyone. Anybody who's, you know, anybody who uh, is in the neighborhood, it'd be cool to have a meetup or something for you know, for Nintendo Main or like for Nintendo Power Block as well. Like you know, tell your guys about it. You know, get a, get everybody oh, down yeah. there. And and as, as far as our stuff, you know, you can find us at NintendoMainPodcast.com, uh, Nintendo underscore domain at Twitter, and Jeremy's at JMaxStack. 
uh, youtube.com slash podcast. And like I said before, uh, we, I've been in the process of updating the Patreon, so go back and take a look. There's going to be some merch stuff. I'm actually going to add some shirts. Uh, I'm going to add like a shirt and a hoodie and a bag maybe to like the $50 level as well, which I might take that back actually to less. So just, just keep an eye on it. You know, I'm, I'm going to change start adding merch stuff to it because this is something I've been wanting to do for a while and I actually did try to do it at one point when it didn't work, but I totally want to get Nintendo main t-shirts out there to everybody. So check that out. It's going to be like a cool loyalty program and all that. And I'm pretty proud of the posters. I think they look cool from what I've seen. I really want to like hold one. I want to see how, how good it ends up looking. So yeah, check that out. Ninten- uh, Patreon.com slash Nintendo main podcast. And uh, also uh, I stream late night, Tuesday, Thursday, Saturdays, Twitch.tv slash Nintendo main podcast. <laughs> um, I was going to play uh, that old Godzilla game on GameCube on Saturday just because uh, I just watched Godzilla versus Kong and it was not as bad as I thought it would be. So there you go. It's going to do going to do something in, involving that. But but yeah. Um, oh, and also, uh, you know, I have my other show called uh, How Is It Now? Where Jess and I talk about old award winning movies and how they are now. And we just did an episode about E.T., which actually has a bonus episode on Patreon where you can hear an interview that I did with Henry Thomas himself, the actor from E.T., which is pretty cool. I talked to him at a convention a couple of years ago. I threw that on there as an extra, but I think it's fun. You know, you get to, we get to hear us talk about penis breath and then all that stuff, oh, wow. which is one of the best lines from the movie. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Yeah. but uh, You got to interview him? I didn't know that. Yeah, he was at that convention that I, that I went to, the Heroes and Villains one from, I think it was 2019. It wasn't that long ago, but yeah, I, I talked to him. He was doing a signing thing, and I interviewed him for that. So, it's on the one dollar level. You can listen to it. It's at the end of that episode. If you want, if you want to hear, the, if you want to hear the interview, that episode's good as well. But yeah, we've been your hosts. I'm Trey Johnson. I'm Jerry Mikowski. John Nitter. And a special guest Eddie V. And uh, thanks again for joining us, and thanks for being here, Eddie. And uh, we'll see everybody next week. Thanks for listening. See ya. Bye, everybody. <laughs>